Hey all, my name is James and I am a transgender male. I'm also white but was asked to do an introduction to a special podcast by Ishmael Brown and two trans black people pertaining to trans people's issues for Pride Month. I'd like to draw attention to how mainly many of our issues are unfairly aimed at transgender people of color, whether it comes from police or from people who hate us or don't understand us. Let's start off with some general facts that affect various transgender people first. All transgender people face levels of discrimination as can be seen with how President Trump and his cabinet have gone through extensive levels to ensure we can't get proper medical care unless a corporation deems it acceptable through our insurance programs as well as through federal programs such as the VA. They have attacked transgender people through education programs as well, saying that they would not offer support to states that give consideration for transgender people to include simple things like laws on what bathrooms we can use. Then there is always the attack on transgender military personnel, which he has avidly tried to remove them and mess with veterans' disabilities and health care regarding just being transgender. Following up, Trump tried to make it so that businesses could fire a trans person just for being transgender, though the Supreme Court overturned it. Another issue is that doctors have been able to refuse transgender patients, and this can have dire effects. There are the police and justice systems for transgender people to contest with as well, which will often place transgender people in the wrong cells. This is a danger for mainly transgender women as they are placed with male prisoners and tortured for it, or they are mistreated and or killed by the actions of the guards themselves. Police also do not deal well with transgender people and often mock them, and some trans people have even been mercilessly shot and killed by police too. The majority of those have been trans women of color, but this year a black trans male was also murdered brutally by police who just drove up and shot him numerous times with no validation. I share this Pride Month with the protesters and BLM graciously, and I'm honored to be able to do the introduction for this podcast by Ishmael, Ryan, and Scarlett concerning LGBTQ plus in the black community with attention drawn to transgender people particularly. I'd like to share some facts with you before we begin. For around seven years, Black Lives Matter has been protesting and speaking out against police violence. They've also been inclusive of LGBTQ plus people, and two of their prominent members from the beginning identify themselves as queer. I found so much to respect about BLM in general, and the fact that they've always stood with LGBTQ plus people and spoken out about trans rights too just makes them even more adored to me. The Stonewall riots were began mainly by three women of color versus the police, and it can be an issue with some LGBTQ plus people when they just might want to ignore the origins or even make a movie about Stonewall starring a main protagonist who is a white male gay dude. The movement was led by Stormy Delaverie, a black butch lesbian, Martha P. Johnson, a black drag queen, which falls under the trans umbrella, and also Sylvia Rivera, a Latinx transgender woman. Trans people and LGBTQ plus people of color were there all along, and I have noticed that their voices are not nearly on as equal of a platform as those people who are particularly white and gay or lesbian. The LGBTQ plus community wouldn't be where it is now without people of color, two of which were black. Last year in 2019, in the U.S. alone, there were 27 confirmed cases of transgender people, mainly women of color, who were murdered. 
this year in 2020 in the U.S., we are up to 17 cases we know of, with, again, the focus being mainly on women of color, mainly black and a black transgender male. In positives, more and more black people are standing in solidarity with their transgender members and other LGBTQ plus people, and vice versa. More attention has been called to black transgender lives, in particular in this year, BLM and the LGBTQ plus communities have intercrossed more than ever for marches and protests all across the states and in quite a few other countries. That's enough of me rambling, so let's get ourselves back on topic of this particular podcast, hosted by Ishmael Brown, which includes a rock-solid interview with one trans man, Ryan, who lives in Texas and is a veteran, and one trans woman, Scarlett, who was a therapist with a specialization in LGBTQ plus care from Australia. Ishmael and the two others talked about various things from cancer that affected Ishmael and Scarlett, as well as how they all became atheists from discussing church experiences, religious stories, and the origins of hateful, judgmental things that Christianity absorbed or created. They discussed prejudice and militant beliefs against LGBTQ plus and black people, while drawing attention to how Christians overlook horrible things like molestation and rapes that go on continuously. It's a very refreshing conversation that doesn't just focus on trans issues, but also goes into depth of showing how real these people are and how they have faced serious scrutiny and injustices for just being black, let alone for being transgender. The podcast was done during the beginning of the Trump administration, but it still holds up with transgender concerns for today. It is hauntingly beautiful, as it is a chance to hear particularly two voices that are no longer here. And yet... The marks both left on this world cannot be forgotten. Ishmael and Scarlett had such powerful voices, so I'm going to leave it to them and Ryan from this point on to take us forward now. Thank you again for the honor of being able to introduce this podcast, Flo, and the amazing administration staff and Angry Black Rant. what is already happening. Children all over the country are scared by this man. They are really worried that they're going to go to school tomorrow, they're going to be bullied. These are kids who have to go to school all the time worried about being bullied by other kids, being bullied sometimes even by educators. And now they have to worry about the Attorney General of the United States and the President of the United States bullying them. It's just not okay. No hate, no fear. Trans students are welcome here. No matter what happens, no one not even the government can defeat a community so full of life, color, diversity, and most importantly, love. Amen. Welcome to Angry Black Rand. And I have to tell you, you know, Obamacare, is really, I think, the worst thing that has happened in this nation since slavery. You're in a universe and two plus two equals four. Mm -hmm. Two plus two only equals four if you accept that two plus two equals four. If there's any atheists in the house, let me say you stupid motherfuckers. I don't care what God you believe in, you gotta be a special kind of retarded to be too stupid and then all of a sudden, then we were evolved from monkeys. Why we still got monkeys? It's Nigga, hush.
Welcome to Angry Black Rant, a podcast dedicated to covering religion, social justice, current events, and anything worth covering which will be seen through the eyes of an angry black atheist. I am your host, the HNIC company man by day, angry black rana by night, Ishmael Brown, and I am accompanied with two wonderful people, Ryan and Scarlett. How are you two party people doing? Great. We're doing great. Yeah. How about you? I'm doing good too. I got off work and um, it's now I have tomorrow off. Scarlett, it's actually July 4th where you're at, right? Yeah, happy Bastille Day. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. You're <laughs> Bastille. Is there, is there another? Is there another national holiday going on? I didn't realize. No other good ones. I mean, but, I'm um, off tomorrow, but I'm not sure. <laughs> sure, quite what the holiday is. Yeah, Scarlett is in Australia, and where are you located, Ryan? I am in Texas. Damn. Texas. Deep. He's deep. Yeah. Shooting off guns like Yosemite Sam. All right, so why don't you guys introduce yourself? Tell the audience something about you two. Scarlett, you can start. So um, I'm Scarlett. Um, I'm a therapist specializing in transgender LGBT issues. Um, I'm black. I live way the hell out in Australia. So that gives me a weird-ass perspective. So that's me, yeah. And Ryan? I'm Ryan. I live in Texas, but I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. I am black. I am a man of trans experience, and I am also in the military. And that's about it. I'm pretty bored. Very interesting. You know, right? I completely forgot to mention that I was trans. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a trans woman, if anyone's curious. That's nice. (laughs) And Scarlett, I don't know, and this is like just... I didn't even ask you pre-show if you wanted to even bring it up, but we do have something in common. We both suffered from, uh, we both had cancer, right? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Um, So I went through the whole process of treatment for that, um, through radiotherapy, chemotherapy, um, and some surgery. So, yeah, um, I went through that process. And you know what I'll say? Um, This is why I'm so confident as an atheist, because... You hear people say, let's pray to God for it, but mm. you know what? I thank all the doctors for it. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I thank all the doctors who got me through that. Yeah. There was no no God stepped down and did something magical for me. It was the wonderful uh, research scientists, the wonderful um, applied scientists who got me through this whole process. So, you know, thank you know, thanks to them for that. Big up to the docs. Big up you, to you the... are, it's funny because I was religious the when I went. The Christ, yeah. Yeah, I, I was religious when I went through it, and I still didn't thank God because it was so obvious, you know? Like, you're going in. You're, I'm terrified, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm 21. I'm in college. I'm playing sports. And you well, learn. My art is my art is so religious. She's so religious, and she always wants me, you know, whenever she calls me up, she calls me Wesley, because, you know, she's so religious that I can't possibly be who I am. Wow. And she's so religious and so wants it to be about that experience. But guess what? It wasn't her who pumped the Californium through my veins that cured me. It wasn't her who was there through the whole treatment. Mm-hmm. It was doctors and nurses 
trained by other scientists. And at some point, we just have to accept, you know what, actually, as much as it could, it could be easy to throw it up to us as a high god, but you know what? I actually love so much more that I can trust my fellow human beings exactly. to get me through this stuff. Yeah. Is that it, more something? It, it was for, for me because I grew up, like, I, I grew up extremely religious. I woke up and said a prayer, thank you for allowing me to wake up. I went to sleep and said a prayer, thanking you for getting me through the day. But when I went through Kent's, it's like I, it was, God, to me it was obvious God played no role. I'm depending on these people. I'm scared. I'm young. I'm going in. They, they, they remove a lymph node from my neck. And then they start giving me radiation and they were the comforting ones. They were, it wasn't like yeah, religion yeah. that held me through. It was so obvious Absolutely. science. Yeah. I don't get how people come yeah. to that conclusion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're absolutely right. And I think it's not until you're right at the face of the precipice where everyone thinks you're going to just assume the existence of God. And you sit there and go, wait a second, there is no God here saving me. It's the people I love. It's the scientists who have, you know, researched this, who are saving me. The people who are actually putting in the IV bag. These are the people who are saving me. Yeah. And so to give credit to this supernatural being is unfair to the people who are doing the work. Yes. I remember a story of a guy who was saved by like first responders and he thanked God, thank God, and then sued the first responders for saying like he was like he got extra hurt because they took too long. It was so disgusting. You're like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. Ryan, Ryan, bringing you into this, um, you know, the whole cliche saying there are no atheists in foxholes. So how how did you deal with that as far as the military? I mean, obviously there are atheists in foxholes, but they, the, the, the theme is, oh, whenever you're in trouble, everyone falls on God as, but I wonder, have, have you ever been tested and been and God didn't even come into the picture or did it make you second guess your atheism? Honestly, the military in a way, it made me second guess religion, you know? Mm. <laughs> it's kind mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. other way around. So um, I don't think, since I've been an atheist in the military, I don't think there's been one time where I've second guessed my uh, religion. And I actually know a couple of people who have been in the face of trouble, and it has made them turn to atheism, or mm. it has made them non believers, you know? So it's kind of the opposite in a sense, you know, even they could be there calling on God and when God doesn't show and if they live just so happen, but their battle buddy, you know, life mm-hmm. is claimed, it might as well not been a God to them, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And Ryan, my experience is intelligence, not um, being out on the field, but for me, I think one of the big things you realize is that when you have a human life in your hand, it isn't this big divine thing. It isn't that 
God is making a decision. So you're making that decision, and that conscience is on exactly. you. That decision is on you. Exactly. And that's the thing that I think I the big issue I have with religion is that it tries to pass the issue off onto someone else, and that's a problem. Whereas I think we should all really think about it in the place that we're in. Exactly. And obviously I can't give any more details than that, but um, in that position, it's your conscious decision. Yeah. Yeah. And, and everybody wants to give praise to Sky Daddy. When yeah, they do. They love the Sky Daddy. You know, when all praise be to Sky Daddy. It's all praise. Like you said, be the Sky Daddy. But as soon as they slip up or... As soon as they make a bad decision, it's their fault, you know? Mm -hmm. as soon as yeah. yeah. Oh, they blame themselves that, all day. They, they take responsibility for that opposed to, oh, it was Sky Daddy. He did that. He hates me, actually, mm -hmm. you know? And it, it's weird. It's very weird seeing that now sitting on the other side because I was raised religious as well. Um, my adoptive mother, she is a pastor, actually. Oh, so, wow. Uh, I'm something like a preacher's kid. And it, yeah, I, I grew up in the church. I was at church all day on Sundays, Mondays, yeah. Wednesdays, you know. Me too, so, me too. But even. Were, were you Pentecostal? Because I feel like they go to church the most. Uh, non denomination. Oh, okay. So, I never heard of that till I was an atheist. I was like, there are people who have no denomination? That's interesting. But go ahead. <laughs> oh, but you know, growing up as a kid, I. I okay. I was raised by a village. I'll just put it there, so I won't go into a long, you know, story. Yeah. yeah. But I was raised by a village, so I went to church with my adoptive mom and my grandma, my mom's mom, and so my grandma, she went to a church of Christ, which is totally different than a non-denominational church. Yeah. So, I went to church of Christ too. Coc. Coc. Yep. Growing up, code of conduct. Some... <laughs> <laughs> like you can do anything know, in yeah, a church yeah. of Christ. You can do anything in a church of Christ. Yeah. You can even sneeze while the pastor was up there. Like yeah. it, was, it was awful. So like growing up, heterosexual. You can do whatever the shit you want. Yeah. Growing <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. up with those dynamics, it was I don't know. Like of course, at that young age, you're indoctrinated. It's force-fed down your throat. So you're only doing what you're told and what you've seen and following the leader, you know, in a sense. So once I got older, though, I, I started to question things. Actually, I can't even say once I got older because I remember questioning things as a young child and just being told, shut up, that's the way it is, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. I just yeah, shut up, yeah. that's the way it is, and I keep going. But as I got older, I really started to question, like, this shit doesn't make sense. Why? Why do we believe this shit? You know. Yeah. yeah. And did you ever feel at a point like, because I remember having a distinct point um, when I was in Bible study, because I, um, my experiences, you know, my family has Muslim, it has uh, evangelical Christian background, it has Catholic background, it's got a little bit, but I went through the very, very evangelical route as a child. Mm. And I remember sitting down at a point in Bible study and looking down at what they were saying and just thinking, this is not moral or ethical. 
<laughs> when you say that a gay person should be stoned, but a woman who wears a fibre of two cloths mm-hmm. should not, and they're both found in the same verse, yeah. I just looked at that and thought, that is not right. At all. And I think that's what made me an atheist the most, is looking at that and just going, that's not right. You yeah, can't treat people this way. Very similar uh, situation with me as well. I don't. I can't remember, uh, you know, a pinpoint thing or the straw that bo- broke the camel's back. I just remember slowly, like, in my head, I would be sitting in church listening, like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, what, what the fuck? The yeah. entire fuck is he talking about? You know, like, this makes no fucking sense. So you mean to tell me that you're going to sit up here and do a whole sermon on homosexuals and how it's wrong and how it's wrong and how it's wrong. But word on the street is you're sleeping with somebody's daughter and Mm -hmm. you're married. But I know. I know. Isn't that the thing, though? Isn't that the thing? That all of these preachers who are out there preaching so much about the stricture of scripture being so militant about Mm -hmm. their supposed uh, purity, and they're all out here fucking left, right, and center, we're supposed to ignore it. Going around. And and you want to know what's worse? Okay, gays are an abomination. It's a messed up gay dude down the street, you know? but, but But our preacher molest a child and then he steps to the pulpit oh and says God. jesus has forgiven me do you remember that church there was a church where this yeah, yeah, I pastor do, I do. was convicted of molesting a child so to keep the pastor they had to say no kids can come to the church and they what? chose yeah, the I pastor over that. the kids and what I, I, I never heard at some what point don't you just have to say <laughs> that i will not worship a god who would forgive a child molester? Exactly. Is that not oh something worth saying? You know, as a good and decent society, should we I not know. say, you know, for all the sacrifices <laughs> we're asked to make, yeah. if you bloody touch a child, should that not be too much exactly. for our society? And, 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 and then to have it be, okay, the kid or the child molesting priest, Ah, we're going to take the child molesting priest. Wait, what? Molesting Wait, priest. what's going He's on? He's great. <laughs> yeah. Fuck the kids. Fuck them. What are they good for? At least the child molesting priest uh-huh. takes our money. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're horribly right. Yeah. That's the thing yeah. is that you're horribly right. You you want to know the funny thing? The thing that turned me off from Christianity, and it was weird, um, because I yeah. was taught to fear God, and I was afraid of God my whole life. Like, like when when you were you're talking about that they, you to be afraid of God, you can't oh, just but worship the, Him. You have to be a yes. In the, the churches him. I yeah. went to, like like Ryan said, he would um, ask a question and they'll say, "Don't ask." But and, and I think I said this last time I recorded when 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 I would say when I would question something from the Bible, my family would go, "That's the devil." That's the devil in you. He's trying to get you to just, just worship God yeah, and, yeah, and, and yeah. stop thinking. And it was yep, terrifying. Like, they were just like, so, yeah, yeah. so, but, but the thing that turned me into an atheist, it was a very quick, I was in my twenties 
And this Jewish atheist, which is funny because now he's no longer atheist. I was telling him about the podcast. I reached out yeah, to yeah, him after a decade. And he's like, actually, How do you convert I'm back? Out. What the fuck? I know, I know. He and, and he was one of those. How many Jewish atheists do we have in this chat? Just quick, like, yeah, yeah, go. Well, he he was this douchey like Jewish atheist, and he would like. I actually would get mad at him because he would like. There, there were religious young girl. He was a douche like religious young girls who would intern at the company we were in. I don't know why I guess the company was connected to like a religious school and he would rip God from them and they'd be, you know, new to LA and then oh, just like yeah. abuse yeah. them. And like, but, but he said to me, he said, um, and this is what he probably says to them. He says, wow, I'm surprised you're religious. And I was like, why? He's like, I don't know. You seem smarter than that. And it kind of, Ting me, you know, like because I'm a debater. around and but but in in a way it was good because I just looked at and, and the thing that actually turned me from religion was the story of Jesus because they taught religion. Luckily for me, they taught it poorly. So then when I realized, wait, the story of Jesus is there was this religion that the Jewish people believed for over 600 years, or I think even more. And then some guy just comes and says, yeah, right, hey, I'm years, totally yeah. rewriting this. I'm now God. And if you don't believe, you can't just worship God anymore. You have to go through me or I'm going to give you hell. Oh, you don't know what hell is because Judaism doesn't have hell. Well, it's a new thing where there's eternal death. I'm like, of course they'd be like, kill this motherfucker. Like, right. And I was like, wait, that's Jesus' that's story? And here's the thing. I think... Ishmael, we've actually talked about this before because the concept of the Christian hell makes no sense <laughs> in the Judeo-Christian yeah. religion. How I don't believe in it, you know. I'm a scientist. I have no truck with it. <laughs> but here's the thing that makes no fucking sense. They talk about a place where all the bodies are burnt and there is eternal hellfire. This concept actually comes from the place where Jews would throw their bodies out outside of the city. And really? so the people that they would throw out with the garbage out there instead of burying properly were the prostitutes and were the uh, rapists, etc. And the people who they would put out there, the murderers, etc., and they pretended like this was where they were for all eternity. And that's wow. where the concept hellfire comes from. Wow. It's that's such... And it has no concept in <laughs> biblical history. It just yeah. happens to be that they would burn bodies out of the city with the garbage. Wow. There's no biblical history that. for it. And yeah. that's the amazing thing. Like, you can study the Bible so much and then realize, you know, it's all bullshit. Yeah. And, and, and the fact that this 30-year-old guy just comes and is like, no rules. I don't care if you love the God that you spent hundreds of years loving. If you don't worship me, you're going to die. Like, like, that's why when Christians yeah. talk about, oh, Jesus, he brought peace. No, he brought hell. He came with hell on his back. 
and was like, believe that. in me, worship me. He walked in there whipping people. Or you're dead. Like, let's talk about the fact he walked in there whipping people. He did not bring pace. Yeah, no. He was a messenger of pace. There was no such thing as hell before him. They didn't give a right? fuck. Right? They were partying, living life. And he comes. Well, this is exactly a point. Thank you. That's a point. Because actually, the concept of hell has no concept in Judaism. Yeah. Yeah. It is only Christians who invented this exactly. fucked up idea of hell. <laughs> and why would you have this idea? Why like, would you why? need the control set? The control. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Fear. Fear. Because you don't just die. Now you are burning in a lake of fire. Like, right. oh, like I was shit. okay knowing. Exactly. I was okay not knowing what happened after, you mm. know, I left. But now. Oh, God, I would be turned. Yeah. That I burn and turn. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. The, the Jews actually saw this really good debate with Sam Harris before he became an anti-Black Lives Matter friggin' pro. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, I remember. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, and, and, and the rabbis were like, but in Judaism, there is no word for omniscient, omnipresent. They're like, we don't believe in a God like that. So, I I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, the atheist yeah, the, the, the said, yeah, I agree. Jews are the hardest people to debate because you guys actually have a more sensible God than a Christian God. And it was really interesting well, to, to see the rabbis the think. This is the thing for me because, you know, um, my mom is Catholic. My grandmother's Lutheran. Um, my sister married a Muslim and converted. Oh, wow. Um, I'm an atheist, and I carry on the tradition through my grandfather of being Jewish, in which I don't practice anything remotely in terms of spiritual Judaism, but I acknowledge that tradition passed down. Mm. And so for me, it's just, I really hate the way that people position this because I'm sorry, but the story of Christianity just can't work <laughs> logically. No, it can't. It can't no. work. No, no. It at cannot. All. When you look at it, no, I'm sorry. That no just does it not logically sense. follow. No sense at all. It's a willfully ignorant religion. It, it like that. That's why it's so American. It, it fits so well in this country. Oh yeah. They are just like I try to tell my sister. My I want to love your country, but it's like eight oh, great yeah. months. Why? Why do you want to love our country? Give me two reasons why. <laughs> I can't. There's no reason to love <laughs> our country. Everyone's flanking into a circle of retardation. <laughs> we are last in slavery. Them. Last in lynching. We have the death penalty, like we're some friggin' uh, Saudi Arabia. Like, American exceptionalism you know, is such um, a fucking joke. It's insulting. It's intellectually this insulting. That's actually what I wanted to talk about, because, you know... Um, Guns? Jesus. <laughs> Our country's the worst. Yeah. It is. I mean... Absolutely. You know, um, 280 years ago was the day that um, Frederick Douglass talked about his great speech, um, What Was Slave on the 4th of July? Mm. You know, and who was talking about how do we, on the 4th of July, which in my country it is today, I understand it's tomorrow for you guys. Yeah. 
But what do we talk about on that day when we still have people in bondage? And that's the reality. Yeah. Is that we have not released people from bondage. So how dare we have a celebration on exactly. this day? How can anyone Of freedom. <laughs> of freedom. <laughs> we freed ourselves from England, from, from the yeah. British, but uh, yeah, we're still enslaving people. So yeah, you, you, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> You know, we're free, but everybody here is free. <laughs> but that, that, that's yeah. not, that shit don't matter. We're yeah. free. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. It don't matter. We're free. You know, uh, everyone here is free. It's amazing. It's amazing, especially when you hear these people. If you criticize America, that's un-American and that's this and that. And it's like... I don't even want to talk to you anymore. I used to try to have a conversation with them when I was young in my early. Now I'm like, I'm I'm sorry. You're an idiot. You're a dummy. You you aren't even looking at this, even pretending to be objective. No world history. You know the name of America. Greatest country on earth. Even Obama. Even though he was forced to say, only place where someone could come from. No, 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 no. That has happened. A lot of different places. How many women yeah. presidents have we had? How many, Europe. like, Pakistan yeah. had fucking female presidents? I mean, uh... Right, like, and that's crazy, right? That's embarrassing. That's supposed to be embarrassing to us all. That's supposed to be oppressed. Is that not embarrassing to us all? And, you know, I think, you know, uh... To a certain extent, I look out there and I talk about, you know, I want to talk about issues like the fact that, um... Trans healthcare is basically not accessible in the U.S. But let's also talk about the facts. Do do they use the uh, preconditioning shit with that to dismiss it? um, Because I know they use menopause uh, and everything else as a pre-existing condition type of shit. Yeah, so transgender health is is a pre-existing condition under the American definition. So if you're a trans person, wow. your quote-unquote health issue is pre-existing. Now, it depends on your health fund whether or not they'll cover you. Um, wow. In Australia, I can normally work miracles to get you covered, but in America, it's very, very difficult. It's very, very difficult. I've not found a situation where I've been able to cover someone. Jesus. Uh, who has come out before they've gotten insurance. Um, and I'm so sorry. Ha, ha, have you had, w- what is your advice? Um, I'm just wondering because. Honestly. Oh, sorry. Uh, James, you've got, you might have had some experience. What's your, what James, who's James? People? <laughs> Ryan. I'm Ryan. Sorry? Ryan. Ryan, I'm Where'd so you sorry. Get James from? <laughs> sorry, Ryan. <laughs> I was like, wait, are you in a room with someone named James and you're asking him to come to the mic? (laughs) Forgive me, I'm an idiot. Honestly, um, I haven't had much experience with... uh, Please edit that so I don't look retarded. Okay, I'll edit it. (laughs) Promise. (laughs) Don't edit it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I won't. James wins. (laughs) I mean Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, go on, darling. Um, So in America... Uh, A trans person who, let's imagine, say, um, has a job 
that should be covered by healthcare. Um, what's it like for them to try and get insurance for, I let's say, SRS? don't have experience with uh, trying to obtain uh, commercial insurance, but I do yeah. have uh, friends or, you know, associates that I know that have been, it's only a handful, that have been successful with, uh, with obtaining it through their jobs mostly yeah. and being able to take care of their needs. And it's, most of them have been on their job for years, you know? Is so, that the Obamacare where they ignore pre-existing or was this before? Obamacare? Before. Before, before oh, Obamacare. Okay. Yeah, it was definitely before. And look, with recording, I think there's a bit of an issue here that we probably should address because I think I know that I've helped quite a few people in America because I know that you cannot get it with a quote-unquote pre-existing condition, which is absurd and needs to be changed in the law. Immediately. Yeah. But under this new administration, I don't see because, that. Yeah, absolutely. Because do you suddenly, um, how do I say this to you? Did you suddenly wake up being transgender? Because I didn't. No, no, not at all. <laughs> so, you know, it's not a pre-existing condition. It existed your whole life. Right. And yeah. yet... It's treated as if it's something you have not treated your whole life, therefore you're entitled to health care for. And it's absurd in the extreme. It is. Like, for most people, I can say for a majority of transgender individuals, uh, they've been that way since, you know, they've been aware or cognizant of memories and such, you know? So Absolutely, yeah. To say that it's a pre-existing condition, that, that's kind of an insult for you to tell me that Absolutely, I just woke yeah. up one day and was like, hey, you know what? Well, I wasn't born. I feel like the absurdity is the, diagnos the diagnosable uh, definition for being transgender is that you started to identify as a different, uh, different gender at three years and yet... The current legislation in the United States says that that's a pre-existing condition, which seems to be, in my mind at least, absolutely contradictory. How can that, how can you have a pre-existing condition for something that has to be pre-existing? It's like um, some with Down syndrome, you know. But at the it's same time, they're being existed. transphobic. Like they're saying, "Oh, yes, we don't are. believe." Yes. We don't believe the, you actually yeah, identify yeah. this way, but at the same time, you identify this way pre-existing, so we don't need to give you fucking health care. And it's like, wait, what? Yeah, wait, exactly. how yeah. do you have both? Yeah, yeah how, how does that yeah, work? You can't have both. They want to play it both ways. That's like right-wing government wants to play it yeah. both ways. They have yeah. no interest in the truth. They have no interest in science. They have no interest in the best interest of their community. What they're doing is hurting and killing lots of Americans. And for someone like myself who is involved in trying to keep trans people alive, this is infuriating. 
Yeah. Era. Literally killing. Literally yeah. fucking killing. Like, uh, one, one, one of the stories that I sent you guys, it yeah. says nearly half of transgender school children have attempted suicide. That fucking breaks yeah. my heart. That breaks yeah, my uh, fucking heart. Is that if you look at black trans women, two thirds of them will either kill themselves or be murdered. So by their hands or by someone else's hands, when it comes to black trans women, that's how they'll die. It's a very likely situation. It's a genocide. So when we, they're murdering what is, trans kids, and then they're saying, oh, they don't... It's hard to read, man. Go, go ahead. I, I don't want to monopolize is, yeah, but they're the, No, no, absolutely. But, you know, they're the statistics of it. And it's not being addressed in public health properly. Um, I will say, and, um, you know, in, I will say that Thankfully, in the Australian military, it is being addressed, and I do uh, very much appreciate that we have uh, now a brigadier general who is transgender. Um, nice. And that's, you know, an accomplishment of a sort. Um, but in the American military, I think there is a severe problem of us ignoring the fact that we have people who we send out into horrible conditions uh, who are forced to do things that are necessary militarily but who don't have psychological support coming back based on both what they've experienced and their gender experience. And um, I don't know how to put that differently, but essentially I'm saying that, you know, you're sending your people out to kill and you don't give a fuck about the fact about that they're the actually a woman or a man. Yeah. And that <sighs> is a really fucked thing to do. Yeah. It's very sad. It's very sad. Yeah. And Please. Yeah. As you were saying, like, they have no problem sending, you know, these <clears throat> soldiers out to do the dirty work or and it's called doing what they're trained to do but when it comes down to wet having, work as we call it yeah yeah to, when it comes down to taking care of them and having their back you know their best interest at heart it's a fail it's a fail every time yeah yeah i i had a friend who was in the iraq war he was haitian he was Grew up, I grew up with him. His mom was like my second mom. The Iraq War broke him. Because he's like, we're kicking in doors of people that reminded me of my family. And I was just of his blackness, you know? I couldn't imagine being trans or being gay, being part of the LGBT community. That must be you so imagine hard. what it's like when you see a refugee in a camp? Because, um, again, my re my relationship with the military is very different. They did intelligence, not... Um, front, front lines. 
intelligence. Yes. Kind of okay. It's actually not much different than mine. <laughs> yeah, um, I can. Yeah, and we both can't give broad detail, but um, the best I can explain is there is something horrible about when you see families coming home and you see um, gay men who, who were journalists or doctors or surgeons or uh, engineers in countries like Afghanistan who just need a country to feel safe in. But they can't come because that's a country locked off now. And how is that fair? These are people who who completely help someone. You know, these are not the bad people. These aren't the people trying to hurt people. They're people who spent their whole lives trying to help people. And they can't come to countries to help. That's sad. It's very sad. I don't know. And I'm sure you know that's the reality too in the US. You know, that you can't let these people in, even though they're the exact right people to leave in, the interpreters, the uh, security advisors, the doctors, the engineers, you know? Yeah, who just want a better life. Exactly, yeah, yeah. The people who, if more than anyone, these are the people who are opposed to Sharia law. If more than anyone, these are the people opposed to an Islamic dictatorship. No one knows more than these guys why we should not have uh, Sharia law in any country. And yet they're treated like the ones who are bringing it in. And that's just racist. In my view, sorry. They're treated as the enemy. Yeah. In turn, all it does is, you know, give a bad taste in their mouth of America, the land of the free, you know? Yeah. It's sad, it's sad. It's very sad. Absolutely. And these people fighting, fighting tooth and nail to come over to a country where they're promised a better life. They're promised being able to just live and be free and be them and Absolutely. not knowing that Absolutely. most of the time that's not even the case. I'm I'm so sorry, I've just realized I've just I've completely uh, derailed your conversation. I'm so sorry. Oh, oh no. You're fine, you're fine. Yeah. What well, conversation did you derail? I'm sorry, I missed it. Oh, no, just because I brought it into, you know, national security and stuff like that. I'm so sorry for doing that. Um, I only had other topics to cover. I'm so sorry. The conversation is flowing, and it's good. So yeah. It's no Yeah, issue. stop being so sensitive, Scarlett. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, but stop being so sensitive. sensitive. You didn't derail anything. <laughs> you, you tell your side. You let us know how yeah. you were feeling about it. There's nothing wrong with that. No, I don't. I do legitimately think the problem is that we treat these other countries like um, if you're being shot in the face for being a doctor in a third world shithole, 
that you don't care about more, uh, care more about democracy than I do, because you actually do. It matters more to you. Right. You're more worried about the kind of shit that Al-Qaeda could do than I am. Because that's exactly what you're trying to get away from. <laughs> that's Absolutely. exactly what yes. they're running for. Yes. So if no one yes. else cared, you know, they care more than anyone else because they don't want yes. that. Yes. They- yes, exactly. And yeah, you know, these, these people are fleeing these countries because of the horror they're experiencing. They're the people most capable of recognizing it in their communities and most afraid of it when they see it because they actually picked up everything they love. You know, their husbands, their wives, their jobs and left. Yeah. And think about how much it would take to do that in your life. And that's what they did. I I have to say, and I'm going to add first world problems with something else called racism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tamir Rice being murdered, 12 years old boy, playing with a toy gun. Playing with a toy gun and being legally killed. That fucking killed me. That broke my heart. I've talked about it on the show so many times. This is it. Let me know a legal system how, without conscience. Yeah, what does that? That yeah, was so ball. heartbreaking. I still haven't gotten over it. it I haven't gotten ball. over Tamir Rice. It breaks my it, heart. A kid can't be a murderer. A kid cannot be a murderer. Yeah, all, like all decency has been lost in the argument. It and fucking killed me. Like I yeah. can't lie, it broke me. Yeah, I've yeah. been like it was really yeah. bad. For well, it fucking because... killed me. Tamir Rice dying fucking killed me. I can't lie. Like, I I thought of, like, other black people dying. This little black boy getting murdered. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't yeah. deal with it. I couldn't deal with it. And it stills fucking with me. Yeah. They can kill 12-year-old boys with a toy it? gun and be let off by saying it's legal. Nigga, we ain't shit. And that little boy ain't shit in the eyes of this country. He didn't do nothing wrong. How? How, as a police officer, you're trained to know what a gun is. Um, You're trained to know what a dangerous situation is. I don't see how in that situation anyone... It's... There's no way that he thought it was a gun. He, like, ran he might have been like scared. He might have been scared. Look, he ran two feet from him. If you think somebody got a gun, you don't run up on him two feet because yeah. they know to shoot you. Exactly. To yeah. He, he, Why he, 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 was, he did not he feel threatened. It. He, he could have tackled him, but he murdered a fucking child. He murdered a child. And that's the thing that we need to talk about is that a child was murdered. Legally, legally, like that's okay. 
Everyone has pretended it's okay. Yeah. Our courts have pretended it's okay. Um, Our police system has pretended it's okay. Um, Oh, that broke me. I can't lie. I've I've got someone here who has been in military service. I don't think you would get away with that. No, not at all. I I wouldn't have gotten away with that. No one would. They just assassinated a 12-year-old playing with a toy gun. And in America, that's cool. That's okay. Here's the thing. It wouldn't be okay under the rules of war. Not at all. Not at all. Oh, my God. I don't want to think about it anymore. Again. I I truly believe, from what I'm seeing, and, you know, again, I'm from Australia, so give me the benefit of the doubt here, but I truly believe that there is, unfortunately, a situation where there is a war of violence between... uh, people who are pretending to be afraid of black people. Yeah. It's easy. I was afraid for my life. So I killed this unarmed child. I killed this unarmed man. I killed this unarmed woman. I killed this unarmed anybody who happens to be a person of color. It's the worst feeling in the world being black. It is easy to keep your finger off the trigger. It is so easy. The guy who shot a boy who was like 20 feet away, running away from him, he got an acquittal. Like the guy literally was as much of not a threat as anyone can be not a threat. The guy's running away. He shoots him in the back in Charleston. And and that's like well we well we need to let him off because we're not sure. Yeah, that's he was still like, scared. My life you know, he wasn't nothing. sure. My life uh, means I, you I love can this, murder I me. I feel scared. Thing. Oh, put, put me like, down. This is the amazing thing. Put me down on my two knees and shoot me in the back of the head and say you are you afraid of Might me. Might as well. I feel scared if I'm going to kill someone. Who's running away? 20 feet away. He's not. He has no gun in his hand. How afraid are you of someone who is shooting in the back? How afraid are you of you shooting someone in the back? You can't be afraid. You can't be afraid of someone who's shooting. It's all about power. It's all about power. And prejudice plays a part in that you know of course prejudice plays yeah. a part in that but it's about this power struggle that i told you to stop and you didn't listen to me you didn't stop mm. nigga you were supposed to listen mm. to me boy yeah so I'm gonna shoot you in your back yeah in a way. yeah yeah my yeah. word is you're blind. right you're right you should have listened to me boy you're right and that's the sad part ishmael how many times have you heard that in your life you were supposed to listen, listen to me, boy. Oh, my God. Because that's what happens, isn't yeah. it? Yes. You, you got out of your lane. You, you, you were the one who didn't know how to react. You were the one who... The cops are always right. I've gotten told that my ass beaten was because I didn't know how to act in front of a cop so many times. I've had government ID and be told I wasn't acting right. So, Ishmael, I imagine you know exactly what's being said here. 
Yeah, but but if listen, I will check my no, but 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 I'll check my. Um, I understand you have it worse than me. Being no, a no, trans no, I'm not person, that, but no, I'm just no, saying no, no, no. I I, 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 know you're not saying that. Checked by police. I know you're not saying that, but it's yeah. it's definitely more prevalent within your community than mine. Just like it's more prevalent within black women's community than mine. Yeah, yeah I'm a black male that can be murdered by cops, but I do understand black women have to deal with. The police and black men and black men that mistreat them because um, black men actually get pulled up way more by police. I know that, but black and women black get gay abused. Men get picked up even more than that. I, but black and, women um, get abused by black men, and black gays get abused more than by black cisgendered black men and trans women get fucking murdered trans women and trans men excuse me then like I, i'm i'm just i'm just understanding the the grounds that i work on i'm not trying to dismiss what it is to be a black man and be hunted by the police essentially don't be black and near police is exactly. what yeah, that is that's it. Yeah. don't be black yeah Exactly. Don't That's don't be black. black yeah. But then don't be these other things either. So I'm not trying to listen. I'm I'm a pro black motherfucker, and I got your back, oh, black know, man. Yeah. And I, I got. I know you but I but but you. I'm also I also acknowledge the, and it's weird to say, and I talked about it uh, the day before yesterday. I do have privilege. I'm not gay. I'm not trans. I'm not a black woman. So I have no problem acknowledging that even though life sucks for me and I can be murdered by the cops and Tamir Rice could be murdered by the cops, I'm going to acknowledge you know like within the black I mean, community, within the black community, I'm, I'm, I'm doing pretty funny? good. Is I'm doing pretty I'm good. Funnier, why do I say funny? What is serious is actually that black heterosexual cisgendered men are most likely to be killed when we bring all these statistics down mm. yeah you're more likely to be killed than i am as a black transgendered woman but within um, our community within our own community black men are most likely to murder, murder black trans black women. women trans men gay men and everyone else. So I just want to acknowledge that. I'm not trying yeah, to just... Yeah, but it depends Go ahead. On, Go ahead. It also Sorry. depends on... Yeah, no, no, you'll find nothing. It also depends on socioeconomic statuses. I think one of the things we've done really badly is we've treated black men like they are likely to commit homicide. I don't think most black men are. I think most black men are likely to protect me if you break the statistics down mm. in terms of percentage, yeah, in terms of percentage by population, I think more. I think I am safer if I run to a black man to protect me than I'm likely mm, that a black man would rave and murder me. And I think the problem is that in this society we treat black men like rapists, killers. 
And this is a follow-on very much from slavery, in my view. I never yeah. saw it that way, but I, I take I, your I word for either. it. That's interesting. That's interesting. Because I don't actually... Th- I actually think if you thought about all the black straight men that you knew, how many of them, if you were attacked, could you run to and would protect you? And I bet you could list a few off. I could list a few off. But how many would I not trust? I don't have any. And I think that's something we need to remember. Because I think the way that police can sometimes position these issues makes us think that we're not safe around black men. And we are. To be truthfully honest, our biggest issue is being around white men. This is true. And, you know, it's yeah. difficult to talk about, but that's actually the issue. Yeah. Is we're more dangerous around those white men. Like, actually, um, actually has someone who said, oh, black men lost Serena and Rihanna because black men called Serena a man. And I'm like, yeah. wait, wasn't that white people who called her a man? Black <laughs> men that yeah, called her exactly. a man? I said the fuck same, are you talking like, I about? I said the same thing around Sean Spicer <laughs> than I, I am around any thing. black man I know. Like, Sean Spicer is a psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He will, will pretend truth didn't happen. I find there are a lot of lazy... And I feel bad, and I was just on a podcast and I talked about this. Liberals are getting a little lazy. I think the right wing is more lazy, and I don't do that false equivalence. The right wing is disgusting, and they lie through their teeth and shit. But, man, they're just, like, pretending, like, come on. Black black (laughs) men were calling Serena a man? What are you talking about? Right. Every black man that I know is in love with Serena. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. But but they just want to be like, oh, black men call Serena a man, and we need to blame it on black men why she's with a white dude. Listen, you can be with a white guy. It's okay. I'm not angry. Be be with whoever you want. But don't pretend black men pushed her to be with a white man? Like, what are you talking about? No one noticed <laughs> where her bloody, um, what do you even call it? Um, I don't know. Underscore? Um, what do you call it? When you, you know, when you're under oh, par. Oh, who even cares? That, that's how little no, I know. You said under um, par. We're Americans over yeah. here. You're talking to two Americans. Under par. You better fuck. You better fix that, because I don't Blame know what the her. fuck under par means. <laughs> where the, like you know, where the fuck cares? What the you, you know the scores bring up there? Are they black? You know, if I put a paper bag up to them, are they gonna pass? Fantastic. I'm I'm confused. Ryan, They're black. Ryan, do you understand what Scarlett's talking about? No. If you pass the paper bag under test, par. you're in with me. No, but under par, uh, I, 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 I don't get what you mean. What what does under par have to do with anything? Oh, I'm just trying to figure out gold. 
I don't uh, know how it you works. British. I don't know how it works. You uppity <laughs> niggas. You uppity <laughs> niggas. I'm just going to call it out. Bougie. I'm just going to call it out. You uppity niggas. Fuck you talking about, Scarlet. I don't know how golf works. <laughs> <laughs> Under par? I am so confused. I don't know what that means. How the fuck does golf work? How, how do you want me to react to <laughs> under par? It's just angry white people hitting shit until they have a hard time. <laughs> I don't know how it works. Uh. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I, oh, but you know, uh, I've never played golf. I know, right? Motherfuckers ain't play golf. We from America. Fuck you mean. Get out of here with that. Golf is not my favorite pastime. Under Let's call Trump. Let's call Trump. He knows how golf works. Ugh, Trump knows Direct how rape works. Trump knows how rape works. I ain't fucking with Trump. Hang on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Directing we good. <sighs> under par what? <laughs> Just tell me. I'm down to understand what Hang you're on. saying. Could we call Trump? You reckon we could? We should. Could we call Trump what? Could we call Trump and ask him how golf works? Oh, oh, could we call him? Yeah. I don't know. He already talked about Mika Brzezinski getting blood coming from a face. Yeah, I'm going to get the number. I don't want, number. I don't want him to talk him. about blood coming from my face. <laughs> Let's I'm get him on this call. Ask him how golf works. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get him on this call and see if he'll help us out. No, we're black. He's not going to help exactly. us. Exactly. I got, I got, I got, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Okay, plus one, two zero two. Ryan, do you four five six one one one? He's talking crazy numbers. Do you understand what this guy's doing? I'm confused. Plus one. Got to do plus one, darling. I don't know what you're talking about, Scarlet. What are you talking plus about? One. You know, Ryan, plus do you understand what he's talking about? I don't understand what she's talking about. Scarlett, what are you talking about? You know how you do the plus one? For God's sake, do I have to do it? A birdie? I don't know. I think it's a birdie. You know how you hit plus? Like you hold down plus. That makes Oh. Okay. I'm sorry, you can't. Scarlett. Just try I don't know what you're talking about, here, baby. She's talking about calling... Trump and asking him how golf works. That's what she's talking about right now. No, Scarlett, is that what you're talking about, Scarlett? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's what she's talking about. I'm gonna do it. You gonna do it? I've got the number. I've got the number. Scarlett is the shit. I love Scarlett, but she's on some. Are you gonna do it? Are you gonna do it? Are you gonna do it? Come on, come on, come on, do it. Do it. You gotta do it. You gotta do it, Ish. You gotta do it. Do what? What do you want me to do? Call Trump. Just, oh, giving you the Donald number. Trump. I'm not How calling Trump. That motherfucker had me. He can be asking for my birth certificate. I ain't got no birth certificate. <laughs> we don't know where that little shit's at. My mother's Literally from Costa Rica. My father's from Trinidad. I'm dead on that purple tape. <laughs> they gonna be like, oh. oh no, you ain't even in this country, motherfucker. We don't do that boring here shit no more. Okay. Okay. We're all too blank. We're all too black for Trump. Accepted. Yeah, he, yeah, no. He's not fucking with us. 
Oh my god. Scarlet, Scarlet, I love you, but what's going on? on? (laughs) So what about golf? What are we trying to get out of the golf? Metaphor. We can actually get back at any other point. Okay, okay, let's just... Do you want to talk about the opening audio? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! So sorry, I've I've derailed this so far, haven't I? No, I I love it. I love this is what makes the show good. This is what makes people hit me up and be like, "Oh, that was the greatest show." That motherfucking Scarlet was all over the place, and I'm like, "Yeah, fuck her." Nasty ass bitch. (laughs) All right. Y'all was just in there talking about fucking Trump and golf. What the fuck? So do do you want to do the, the fuck? Did that have to do with anything? Do you want to do the yeah, Trump sorry. administration and then we'll do the fuck boy or what? Oh yeah, no 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 no. I've got fuck boy of the week. Fuck boy of the week is settled. Yeah. I want to do fuck boy. You want to do fuck boy? I want. Oh, you can do fuck boy, darling. No, no, no. Okay. We both can't do fuck boy. Yeah, both do. Man, trying to own this whole episode. Scarlet, you are the host of the episode. I'm not saying anything else. Just, just get a rocking. I'm, I'm, I'm just shutting my goddamn mouth. You got no, you, no, you, Scarlet, you Scarlet. This is your show. Get a rocking. Get a rocking. Okay, you know, you, there is absolutely, utterly fucking no doubt. That we have to give Fuckboy of the Week okay. to Sean Spicer. Okay. <laughs> this motherfucker is so fucking insane. Just no, so no, everyone no, no, no. knows, just so everyone knows, Scarlett is holding this down. She's taking the place of me, the place of Alex Jules, his bitch ass. Whatever oh, I've thrown everyone out the Alex, window. Alex, I mean, I'm Scarlett, this, this is your show. Let's yeah, get it rocking. Yeah. Sorry, Let's everyone. Sorry, everyone. Welcome to All the Scarlet jobs show. have been taken. Scarlet, do, do there are do, other do, people involved? Do the audio though, and, and and then you can do whatever you want to do after. Yeah, sorry guys, sorry, everyone's been just kicked out. Um, Sean Spicer is fuckboy of the week, and let's be clear about this: this motherfucker thinks uh, that my eye roll. I'm ass. blind. My eye roll is so deep. I'm blind. I said, do yeah. the opening okay. audio, you audio. fucking oh, the, asshole. The opening, the, oh, well, you know what, fuck nigga, what am I, what? Oh, she said nigga, oh shit. Scarlet don't oh, give shit. two fucks. She called me a nigga. Don't edit that. This motherfucker. Don't edit that. Oh, okay, my bad, Scarlet. I'm we'll just pick saying. It, pick it up. Do I have to do an opening audio? I can't do an opening audio. I'm just saying, do the opening audio first, and then you can do whatever you want after. What's what is the opening? What is the opening audio? What I need to get in there? Trump administration have withdrawn a piece of federal guidance requiring transgender students to have unfettered access to bathrooms in local rooms matching their gender identity in a move that could embolden many schools to restrict trans rights. Got it. Oh, oh, you finally got that, right, motherfucker? Yeah, yeah, I finally got that shit. (laughs) Motherfucker. Let me know. Let me know. (laughs) I love you, Scarlet. Go ahead. Get get it rocking. This motherfucker, Trump, (laughs) has decided that 
people cannot pee the fuck in the bathrooms that they want to fucking pee in. Now, if you think that it's your right to pee in the bathroom that you want to fucking pee in, this might be some shit that you're interested in. Now, hey, I'm just a fucking Australian black bitch, right? Just some tranny who's a little bit upset about shit, right? But get this. Donald Trump is fucking your shit up. So actually deal with it. So maybe next fucking election, actually turn up and vote so people can, I don't know, pee in a bathroom. Yes. Thank you. And how do you feel about this, Ryan? I feel like it's garbage. It's bull. Ryan just wants to pay. Ryan just wants to pay. Right. I just got to piss. I'm not trying to go in the bathroom (laughs) and look at anybody. I'm not trying to go in the bathroom and hold any fucking conversations. Don't look my way. Don't say anything. It all comes back to, like, I know gay dudes used to fucking bathrooms in the 70s or whatever, right? We all know that. We're all not pretending we don't know that. But has anyone done that since the 1970s? Has anyone actually gone into a bathroom to fuck? Have you? No. Fuck no. That's gross. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) No one wants to pee where they fuck. Like, that's gross. Like, I would, like, okay. I'm glad I thought about that before I said it. I don't want it to come out the wrong way, but <laughs> there we go. Um, Officially, like, will Ryan I'm, will not pay where they fuck. Done. I am so particular that if anyone even suggesting fucking in a public restroom, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Are you trying to give me mm-hmm. STDs and STIs? Mm-hmm. What kind of mm-hmm. shit is that? That, that's gross. Yeah, we that's rested on that? Gross. We rested on but, that? No, not yet. Not yet. Because <laughs> this is funny. But this is the opening, the show opener. Because my wife, she owns a business. And uh, yeah. she came home the other day. And one of the clients that came in, she said, Babe, you're not going to fucking believe what happened today. And I was like, what? She said, I had a client come in and uh, you know, my clients are real talking most of the time, especially the new ones. It's the getting to know you phase or whatever. So she comes in and she lays on the table and this woman immediately mm-hmm. starts talking about how transgender individuals should not be able to piss in the restrooms that they identify with and that transgender individuals are uh, pedophiles and rapists and so on and so forth. And I just let her talk and I let her talk. And when she finished, I said, well, let me tell you from experience about transgender individuals. They're no different than you. They're no different than me. And she just looked at me, looked at me crazy. Like, you know, what the fuck is wrong with this? You know, why is she taking over, you know, transgender individuals? And she was like, and just so you know, my husband is a fucking trans man. And she said, the bitch got so uncomfortable that she probably won't even come back. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with people? Why are people so concerned with yeah. where people go piss? I know. Why are people thinking about where people piss? Isn't this a weird thing to think about? And it's just her luck that she walks into the one salon 
I mean, the one spa and last bar where the owner is married to a fucking trans man. Why aren't people thinking about where you piss? And here's another fantastic fact. Guess what? Um, if you think I'm going to be out there raping you, here's a fucking fact. Um, my hormone dose basically means I have no sexual function. So, you know, thumbs up to that. It, that, oh, it, it, it drives me insane that some people actually feel this way. I know it's different for, you know, I know it's different for trans women, but you know, for trans men, um, no function there. So great. I, I can't just hold you down and like, here, take that, take that. <laughs> what the fuck? Clip flop, clip flop. Jesus. Get him with the clip flop. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it, it drives me nuts. We all get clip flap, clip flap recorded. <laughs> we really need to make sure that's not ever said anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you let that to rest now. We let that But yeah, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. So, what is it? So, let's talk about homophobic Christians demanding a cross in reaction to the LGBT flag on Facebook. Yeah, I don't Pride Month. think that anyone should be allowed to demand any sort of Facebook reaction, clicker, whatever. That's stupid. From a private company. Um, it's like you guys are so pro, like, free speech and this and that. But you guys are so offended that people won't, like, listen yeah. to you. Private companies won't listen to what you want. Like, why the fuck would Facebook want to do some cross like, bullshit? I'm, I'm so sorry that it turns out that the majority of people who use Facebook aren't particularly religious yeah sorry aren't bigots no say, say um, bigots because 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 they may actually be religious but they're not bigots well everyone's not religious <laughs> oh my god let me have a tear <laughs> oh my bad okay <laughs> yeah like uh, you know it's like when you go to my aunt's house to have fucking lunch and it's Two hours of her giving a speech about yes. me converting from being gay. Not going to happen. Why are we all here? No point. Can't we just eat the meat? <laughs> they are such the victims. They are the victims. Always. Yeah. Well, and it's like he, a, gave, he gave not... a flag for pride, but he didn't give us a cross. <laughs> he didn't give it's us a like cross because... for us. Oh god. Because they have one month outside of the outrageous bigotry, not even out there not getting bigotry this month. And they like this yeah, whole Christian yeah. like fucking like I'm a victim. God damn, they're killing themselves. No one's buying it. I'm like, get the what right? They'd lose. What right did they fucking lose? <laughs> exactly. Like, no one's keeping them from living their lives 
You know, no one's keeping them from, you know, being comfortable with who they are and just being able to fucking use the restroom <laughs> when they need to piss. I'm just saying. Exactly. No exactly. You got your Bible with you, bitch. Do you have your Bible with you, bitch? Because if you don't have your Bible, you can't piss. Exactly. Oh, the um, fucking open audio is about the government saying, fuck trans people and the fucking, like, uh, the fucking uh, views that they got to have through Obama. And now they're just, like, back to being second-class citizens. And, and that makes Christians a, victims? Yeah, so you what I love about fucking um, Christian people, though, is because I did Bible study, I know the Bible better than them. Yes, so here's me the too. Thing. You yes. can't be anti-abortion and, and be a Christian. Because guess what? The Book of Kings says that if you suspect your wife of having gotten pregnant while you were away, you're allowed to just straight up take her to the temple and force an abortion. Exactly. Which the law would say is fucked up. Any rational person would say it's fucked up. But the Bible doesn't. Because the Bible's not a great judge of morality, is it? Exactly. Bible's the worst book in the world. Oh, if you rape a girl, you give a certain amount of shekels and you can marry her. Like, yeah, oh ten shekels, God. which is the equivalent of injuring someone's arm. Jesus, which is crazy. It's not stupid. I read an article the other day, uh, somewhere in fucking Florida or some shit. A girl was forced to marry a fucking rapist. She was like eleven or something. Oh, that's right. I read that. Do we that's have that? Such a we have fucked that up, up law. They're taking this shit straight from the oh Bible. Oh, my God. I got to find it. I got to find it. Keep, keep talking. I'll find it. I'll find it. Like, they yeah, have we can, we can just say shit in the meantime, I guess. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no they, have to, they have to be taking this shit from the Bible. Because I'm like, no fucking way. But the crazy thing is her parents made her marry a rapist. And I'm like, That's what? the law. If her parents can make her. And then it's like, oh I think it was ha- it was a church member. It was some type of church member or some shit, and they didn't want scandal in the church. So you, we started this out talking about LGBT issues, right? And we now have to deal with the fact that Florida is so fucked up. Apparently, you can rape someone, and then they're legally required to marry you. That's illegal. I got it. I got it right here. New York, and and this is the New York Times. When she was a scrawny eleven-year-old, Sherry Johnson found out one day that she was about to marry a twenty-year-old member of her church who had raped her. It was forced on me. She recalls, she had become pregnant. She says, and child welfare authorities were investigating. So her family and church officials decided. The simplest way to avoid a messy criminal case was to organize a wedding. My mom asked me if I wanted to get married, and I said, I don't know. What is marriage? How do I act like a wife? Johnson remembers today. Many years later, she said... How does that sound like a legal contract? Can we just... There there are... I did not know this. 
Can we rewind? Hold on. Can we rewind just a little bit? Yeah, 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 absolutely. To the article where it said her parents and church officials. Mm. I repeat, church officials. Yeah. Suggested that she marry her rapist. Yep. What the fuck kind of church do you go to? Exactly. They don't have your best interest at heart, obviously. Burn the place down. Is always my Amen. suggestion. Amen. So, so, so hold on. I, I want to finish read. So she was a government clerk in Tampa, Florida, refused to marry an 11 year old, even though this was legal in their state. So the wedding party went to nearby. Penalists. Oh my god, this is real. Yeah, this is real. Yes, yeah. I'm googling the, it now. This, this is, is real. Terrifying. Where. The clerk issued a married license. The license, which I've examined, lists her birth, so officials were aware of her age. Not surprisingly, the marriage didn't it, it work sure, out. Let me, let, me, let me just read this out of here. If, I were, if it was forced on me, she recalls, uh, she had become pregnant, she says, and child welfare authorities investigated and so her family and church officials decided the simplest way to avoid a messy and criminal case was to organize a wedding yes my mum asked me if i wanted to get married and i said i don't know what a marriage is right but how do i act like a wife now i don't know if anyone listening to this thinks that sounds like anything other than rape. Exactly. It's scary. Is it's America. That thinks it's not? I this is know. Saudi Arabia. Me. Exactly. God. That shit is straight up rape. I would say, since I don't know what marriage is, how much does it cost to murder this person? <laughs> like, this is so fucked exactly. up. Exactly. Oh my god. It, it's sad. It is very sad. That it's fucking an, terrifying. An 11-year-old who doesn't know what coitus is, but engaged in it once. She uh, was raped by him forced and then forced married to marry him. By her family. Not even if she How was this? like, even if she was like, I'm in love with this guy, I want to marry him. No, 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 no. She was raped by him and then was like, wait, what do I have to do? What is marriage? How do I have... That's the worst exactly, case fucking exactly. scenario. In the 21st century, no, we don't marry rapists and their victims. Why does this need to be explained? Like, this doesn't even need to be a law. Yeah. It should amazing. just be obvious. It's amazing. You know. And it's all built yeah. around religion, man. It's all oh, built what's around. The, what's the expression? Natural justice. Yeah. Natural justice yeah. should, share, should say No. But apparently, uh, no. Most uh, laws. Can you imagine, Scarlett? I reacted how you reacted. You couldn't believe it, right? You're like, wait, what's good? What, what are you talking about? No this way. This isn't I going on in America. What are you talking about? I was like, that can't be fucking true. <laughs> <laughs> Who would do that? God, so, you know, burn that uh, America state proved down. again to me that whatever fucked up. Thing I think cannot be true is somehow <laughs> true in America. Yes. What the fuck? Oh More importantly, God. I want to know why this law was written. Yeah, why right? this like, law who... was enacted. Exactly. And I'm pretty sure 
it was because of some powerful white man that raped some young girl and didn't want to go to jail. So he, he was like, hey, let's write a law that if you're raped and your parents say, hey, you have to marry a rapist, guess what, bitch? You have to marry a rapist. And there's nothing I to really about. need to marry this 11-year-old <laughs> girl because God said oh so. Oh, my God. It's... And we wrote that into the law. What the fuck? American exceptionalism, though. We're the greatest nation in the world. There we go. There we go. Yeah, there it is. There it is. There it is. Written down. And eleven-year-old girls are being married. Oh my god, it's terrible. And do we have the fucking nerve then to turn around and we judge Saudi Arabia for this exact fuck shit? But you want to know what's worse? We don't judge Saudi Arabia. We we friend them. Even though yeah. what 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 was They're it? Buddy. Fourteen They're of buddy. the eighteen oh, were cool. were a part of nine eleven. Good, always. Like we don't judge They're Saudi buddies. Arabia. They're buddies. Yeah, they are buddies. Exactly. I thought they bombed the twin towers, but apparently we're all good with that now. So that's yeah, fine. yeah, <laughs> it was like fourteen of them, wasn't it? Yeah, with the twin towers. So we we're like, no, nah, they're cool. Yeah, it's all good now. It's all yeah, good now, all good. apparently. Oh, Jesus. Um, as long as the United States <laughs> is also marrying child brides. That, like, when, when I read that, I thought it was uh, an onion story. I was like, nah, that, that doesn't... That doesn't I, didn't yeah, I, had to I had to Google it. I didn't believe you. Because, <laughs> like, the shit that um, Flo gave me was some bad shit that happened in the U.S. over last week. Yeah. But Child Bride... Isn't that right. terrifying? He raped her. A whole new and level. And her parents said he can marry her. That's up, terrifying. Yeah, you, you can marry him. Like, you, I, I, I don't know if you listened to the last episode oh. I said that I snatch kids out of church and bring them to Chuck yes. E. Cheese. I snatch kids out of a home of fucking... Child rape and slit his throat, and I don't even know. Then I take, take him to, him to their cheese. funeral. Then take him to Chuck E. Cheese. Right? Fuck. That's one of the. Ugh. Anyway, Jesus. Like literally, nothing else in this actually matters. Like uh, a trans man has won a court battle to have his records updated to reflect his gender. Yeah. Can that actually doesn't matter in the context of the fact that we're allowing child bride marriage and let's talk about sanctity of marriage where gay people can't be married but apparently it ruins marriage but children being raped a grown man can marry an 11 year old oh my god can we talk about that i want to kill people how how, how is that (laughs) okay It, it makes no sense it, it it sounds but, like a, a SNL. But two guys sketch. can't get married. It doesn't sound like reality. It's like no, no, no. There, there is no way it's that right, hypocritical. Yeah. We're There's in no way. alternate universe or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Since Trump, I feel like we have lived in an alternate universe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's. Um, I think we've got about two I, hours going. I feel recording. drained. I feel drained, but. Hey, do yeah. do you want to at least do our fuck boys and uh, fuck boys or fuck girls and uh, and get a rocking sure. from there? Oh and then... yeah, so I uh, yeah, my fuck boy is definitely settled. 
on okay. Sean Spicer because I think um, as much of a fuckboy as, you know, we've got a lot of fuckboys going on Yes, right now. there's a lot um, going on. We're, we're, we're not even going to talk about, you know, uh, Mr. Pudding and his 90 rapes. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, we're not going to touch on that because, I'm sorry, Sean Spicer and the fact that he is not willing to admit that the press has a right to hear what the White House is saying makes him fuckboy of the week. And that's just absolutely it. We can't just have a slate of lies yeah. from a government. It, it, oh. That's my that's my vote. What do you got, Dylan? Wait, hold on. About Sean Spicer. Oh. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just saying about Sean Spicer. Since he's been in office, it has been a shit show. A funny yeah. yet depressing shit show, but a shit show nonetheless. And like you said, it his there are stunts every day, those stunts he pulls. But the latest one with you know denying the press access, visual and audio, is what the fuck are they there for then? You know exactly. What's yeah. The fucking point. They can't write that fast anymore. You know, so and that's what they're banking on. You know, they don't want the press to come back and tell us the truth or uh, let us know what's going on or us to see for our eyes after they record and shit. And this, it's depressing because it's like, what is the world coming to? What should we expect next? Yeah. You know, yeah, I, I'm sure many of our liberties will be infringed upon. So what should we expect next? And isn't this thing, you know, that we have expected the White House press secretary, at the very least, would answer for the office of the president. That has been our expectation for 200 years. Mm. And now we have a press secretary <laughs> who is unwilling to even be recorded, and that's unacceptable that's in scary. a democracy that's internet and scary. Scary in an international fun. democracy that is accountable and is meant to be accountable. So, yeah, fuck boy of the week. There he goes. Fuck boy of the year. And also, he looks like a badly shaved penis, like a hot dog <laughs> is thrown into a hot tub. So there's that too. That's awful. That is awful. Yeah, it's... Yeah, think about it. Think about it and it's true. Think about it and it's true and I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, it's scary how um, much he looks like. like well, is being, well, no uh, video, no audio, but maybe sometimes audio. Like this is a dictatorship. Like the they're board. not even hiding it. No. Well, do we even call it a dictatorship? Because even like, you know, we always say we shouldn't go to Nazi Germany as an example, yeah, right? Law, right? Yeah, Godwin's Law. But in Nazi Germany, you could interview Goebbels. Yeah, Hitler was smoother than Trump. But Trump's just... Trump's an idiot. Like, he has to be 
the lowest IQ president or he has dementia or whatever the fuck it must be. But he's not <laughs> yeah, even trying. He's not. Tr- he's so obvious is, in his shit. That- someone's going to smack me down mm-hmm. online because I'm going to say this. Say it. But Trump is retarded. Someone's going to smack me down. I'm going to be found. They're going to get me. I but he actually he is. is, in the literal meaning of the word, yes. his intellect is somehow completely stifled. Yeah. I mean it in the truest, most naturalistic sense, the way that you could say that before someone, you know, Agreed. hits me up and Agreed. sends me a million abusive messages. No, I totally agree. He is mentally deficient like he's he's terrifying he's like incompetent. he is terrifying Trump he isn't competent for the office that he holds he hurts he's incompetent for any off anyone with any type of like power any type like never mind the leader of the free world which is terrifying i think he's like you wouldn't want him as a CEO of your company. You wouldn't want him. I mean, because he oh, got funny. by by just like, oh, I'm not going to pay this person. Oh, I'm going to do bankrupt on all my casinos. Like, there's nothing good about him. He's a terrible person all around. I it's wouldn't want scary. him filling my coffee. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, it's terrifying that he's the leader of the free world. And everyone, Angela Merkel's disgust with him was so palpable. Like, she just was like, Ugh. Oh, I love that snub. Did you not love that snub? Yes. Is there anyone who didn't love yes. that snub so much? She was much? so disgusted. Like, why am I in the room with this fucking moron? Like, like I, I lead Europe. What am I doing here? I, I what, almost, why am I here? I almost thought she was thinking... It would be easier to assassinate him. Right. Like, <laughs> like I, then, I, I don't get well, why we're in why the same I, Why should I even care? You know, I don't even live here. I shouldn't, I shouldn't comment on that thing. I bet it did pass through her mind. It would just be really easy <laughs> right now. Right. Just to, you know. But that's what I'm scared of, like, him meeting with North Korea. Putin, Putin won't hurt him because Putin loves him. Like, he, he's Putin's little bitch. But like anyone else yeah, in the free that's... world, I can see leaders being like, we probably should get rid of this guy. He's going to hurt us. He's going to give Russia mm-hmm. power. We that's probably should just the take him out. The thing is when you have like, you know, inconsequential countries like, um, I don't know, Tahiti going, oh, we should probably get rid of Trump. <laughs> Completely insane. He'll yes. fuck everything up. I don't know what the accent of Chahadi is. That's what I think it is. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it is either, whatever. Yeah, that could be right for all I know. Um, but, <laughs> you know, we, we've gotten to the point where we've got a leader of the United States so completely incompetent that every country wants to get rid of him, and that's alarming. Yeah, I mean, it puts other countries at danger, which makes us vulnerable because they're like, so what should we do with this guy? This guy's in Russia's pocket. There's a war going on in Syria. 
We yeah. almost got like. Go ahead. What'd you say? I'm saying they're probably thinking like, what should do? What should we do? Let's just throw away the whole country. Yeah. You know, let's just get rid of the whole country, and then we'll rebuild it. We'll split it up. Whoever comes to help. <laughs> you know. Well, no, but but even worse. Taking him out would make things better. Even though Pence mm. is this mm. ultra-religious mm. piece of shit person who, like, hates women's rights and this and that, but because Pence is already getting what he wants across, it would just be easier to take out Trump. Like, it would just be easier to be like, well, at least we'll have yeah. a level-headed person, even though we may not agree with his bigoted views, but Trump is, like... Is Russia, like, Russia have him in his back pocket? He's fucking talking about Mika Brzezinski in her facelift, which is a lie, and even Joe Scarborough. (laughs) It's like, why are you lying? These things are so easily proven wrong. Like, I think he just... What I worry about, what I really worry about is that somewhere out there, the next time the word confefe is said, (laughs) that it will be a code word. For a foreign government to just end this disaster. And that's not a crazy conspiracy theory. It's not at all. No. Yeah, unfortunately, it's just, you know, there's probably someone holding a rifle to his head right now, just waiting because there's only so long the international community uh, and particularly the international financial community can yes. deal with this. I mean, his son literally said, we, Russia has given us so much money and out of, I, I think Russia has them by the balls. And it, because they literally said before he ran for the yeah. presidency that, oh, Russia has so much money within our companies. They'd invested so much and I honestly think Russia's like, go ahead, try and say something negative about us. We'll destroy I you. you. I, I dare you. China, who literally has the uh, U.S. federal deficit by yeah. their balls. Yeah. Um, quite literally. Then they're going, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Do you have anything to say about us? Yeah, exactly. Do you have anything to say about us? Because we're ready. Something. We're fucking say ready. Something. Let me squeeze. <laughs> like old, old school, up. high yeah. school. Can you pay up? Can you pay up? Are you ready to pay yet? Oh, my God. Yeah. It's like literally like your landlord who you owe money to. I'm sorry. They're going to yeah. just squeeze. Yeah. God, yeah. that's bad, man. Like, uh, and, he, and, and the fact that he's so dumb, like he hurts himself Weekly, at least weekly. I think it's almost daily, like maybe every other day. I mean, he literally admits to blackmailing um, Joe and Mika. Yeah, I said, um, I I, I said, uh, no, I wouldn't stop the, um, what's it called? uh, What's the name of that shit rag of a newspaper? The National Inquirer. Yeah, Uh, I said, no, I wouldn't stop it. You're admitting to blackmailing them, you fucking retard. Sorry for saying retard, but I'm taking Scarlet. I I think uh, I've said it three times during this broadcast. I'm blaming you. Hey, I'm blaming you. Um, But but no, like, he's a fucking moron. Like, you're admitting to saying, I won't tell the National Enquirer not to run a bad story. He has... 
Oh, when have we so ever dumb. had a president admit to getting advice to fire the director of the Federal Bureau of Investigation? Exactly. When they're heading up an inquiry into him. When is that ever And then he talks to Russia and US says, history? no, it's even worse. Because even, that's bad. And then when the Russians yeah. come, he goes, oh, yeah, so it was great. I fired Comey. And now I feel a lot relieved that he's not doing a rush. Mother, like, this is, not even, this is not even a good 1980s espionage movie <laughs> or book. Like, he's admitting to all of it. it he's oh, literally he talking like, to the Russians. He's not trying. He's not trying. <laughs> he's literally he's talking to the Russians saying, oh, that was great. Huh? I stopped that investigation. Oh, like, you know how in the movie they wipe their forehead? Like, that was close. Right? Oh, my God. And he still get. But the thing that's scary, I think it's more telling to our country because it's showing how much they don't give a fuck. At least his base. They don't give a fuck. They're like, he could yeah. literally said, I paid Russia to hack Hillary's emails. And they'll just be like, well, he's he's uh, disturbing the the swamp and... He's draining the swamp. It's he like, could no, he's literally not. suck Vladimir Putin's dick right? while shooting. You know, he, he could literally suck Vladimir Putin's dick yeah. while shooting the Washington Monument. <laughs> and his base would go up 3%. Yeah. <laughs> that, is how, that is how stupid we're talking about these yeah. people who are backing him. Yeah, they're not people who have any understanding of international foreign yeah. policy. They're not You're people right. of any understanding of these people are losing their healthcare. So no one right? has domestic oh policy. It's exposing you know, our country for what absolutely it is. Utterly fucked. It's really exposing our people for what we really are, and and, yep. and I think it's about time. I mean, I don't want this to happen. I want him to be stopped, but at the same time, I'm like. Yeah, because people like us knew this all along. Like, yeah. we, we knew I mean, this all along. I didn't want along. the crash to happen. I didn't want it to all cave in. <laughs> I wanted it to stop. I thought someone would stop yeah, it before it got to this point. Yeah? Wouldn't you think someone would go, oh, people need to not die. Right? I mean. No? Uh, no one's gonna... Talk about a low bar. Eh, maybe the country no. shouldn't kill poor people and giving rich people a tax break. Maybe that that doesn't sound that great, does it? And it's like, oh my, oh my god, god, it's like that episode of Futurama. He can't limbo as low as the bar we've set it. <laughs> I remember that one. Oh, uh, with, with the Jamaican dude. Fuck, what was his name? Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> he just will not get there because, uh, yeah. Yeah. He can't be fucked. Jesus. Can't get that low. Can never get that low again. Nope, <laughs> nope, nope, not at all. Alright, so uh, so is there any yeah. other story we need to cover? Uh, what do we get? What do we get? What do we get? What do we get? So we got some Trump in, we got we didn't get to Milo. Wanna hit that or nah? Uh yeah. Did did I do I'm my not a did I do my fuck boy? A, yeah, you did yours. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, and um, you did your fuckboy too, I think, did you? No, I didn't. I didn't get to do mine. 
Uh, oh, what's your fuck boy? Wait, hold hold on. What what's my fuck boy? I don't think I did it. Tell me what my fuck you boy. You did your fuck boy now. See, I did your my. Fuck I, was, I was your fuck boy, boy was the Christians that demanded the cross on Facebook. Oh yeah, that's right. Damn. See. <laughs> okay, what's your fuck boy, okay. homie? More of a fuck girl, fuck it girl. Okay. My girl Kim, my girl Kim, who, who was a who was a le- black lesbian, used to call them fuck birds. But I was uncomfortable. I'm like, I ain't calling women birds. Fuck out of here. That, that, that was yeah. my old days. Let's get it. Let's get it. But get fuck it. bird. This fuck bird. I'm okay with her. Being oh, a fuck okay. Bird. Then get it right. <laughs> fuck them fuck birds. Fuck them fuck birds. But now, Missouri Congresswoman Vicky Hartzler. She decided that trans people in the military are as dangerous as ISIS. Oh, my God. She made the statement. This is the statement. At a time when we should be focusing on threats from North Korea and Putin and ISIS, we're having to deal with a threat here at home, a domestic threat of allowing transgenders in our service, which is a real problem because it impacts their readiness and it's a huge cost for our military. Fuck bird. Fuck bird. For one. So trans in the military are as dangerous as ISIS? As ISIS. It's a domestic threat. We should be worried about North Korea, Putin, and ISIS, but we have a domestic threat of a lot of work. Trend. Go to work on them, man. Let it in our service. You know I, I, what I love about this expression, you know, about this whole idea that politicians come out with. And you notice it's never a military leader who says this. Never. You never hear a general say, I have an issue with transgender people serving under me. Because a general knows if they give an order, it's going to be followed, right? No matter who. But these fucking civilian fucks think that there's some kind of issue, like if people with two different kinds of genitals are in the same bathroom, somehow they can't go out and kill a terrorist. And that's an issue that literally can only come up in the mind of someone who has never had to deal with a life or death situation. Someone who's never served. Someone who's exactly. never had yeah. the experience of, you know, like you said, the feeling of being in a life and death situation. Like, it's not this serious. How does that come up? Not How does that come up? Series. It's not as serious as people are trying to make it out to be. And it just from doesn't experience, come up. It I, doesn't. Yeah. It, it doesn't at all. And especially me being in the military and from experience, I have been transitioning while in the military for the past five years. I've been in the military a total of nine. So it hasn't slowed any progress, any role, or anything. I still get down on the ground. Work on making sure you're keeping up your um, muscle load. Right. And I, I, it, it, it's never been an issue. It's never been an issue for yeah. anyone that I work for or anyone that I work with. And for it to be considered a domestic threat, as if transgender individuals are aliens or some shit, and we're coming to take over the world and kill anyone in our way, that, that just, it doesn't make sense. 
It doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, like, I just out of curiosity, did you ever have a uh, situation where, you know, you're running some sort of uh, test and you had to flash out your JJ? Was that a situation that happened? Never. Never. Yeah, exactly. Happened. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So exactly. I, I don't understand. I don't understand yeah. where these civilians are coming up with yeah. these crazy notions of transgender individuals well, in the military will hurt. I get military. this. I get this in hand. Um, I'm a lieutenant commander. Um, I'm in the reserve, so I don't get called up very regularly. Um, but I'm a psychologist. And people ask, um, oh, you know, but do you have to um, shower in the same places as cadets? I'm like, absolutely fucking not. What part of <laughs> Lieutenant Commander makes you think that I'm... That I shower with, with cadets. <laughs> yeah, what part of Lieutenant Commander makes you think I see them in my day-to-day life? <laughs> exactly. And it, like, it's just weird. Uh, it's, it's, people who don't get it, yeah. It's I annoying. think it's more of an issue for politicians than it is for the military, is what I'm trying to... Definitely. Now, if that's the part you want to, like, really uh, condense down, is that it is more of an issue for people outside the military than it is for inside, especially because um, anyone inside the military can just, well, just give an order... It'll be followed. Sure. It, it's more, and it's not even just like civilians that haven't served. It's more of an issue for civilians in general, those not serving, even, you know, those yeah. who have probably previously served. We, um, I had to take my soldiers to a briefing last week. Yes, sir. And it was a mandatory briefing on new transgender policy and such and you know transgender individuals being able to serve majority of my soldiers do not know and um and it's not an issue because they don't look at people's genitals yes exactly so we're in this briefing and uh civilians the contracting civilians that work with us as well they're in the briefing and they were more irate and upset and had the most questions and the most scenarios and the most you know screwed up faces as to why this was a is a terrible idea and why this shouldn't be why why is it an issue to you you're not even serving <laughs> you know and my soldiers they thought it was like I, what I don't if know. I'm showering is suddenly a dick around me and it, it's just crazy because my soldiers were like like afterwards I talked to them I was like look you know yeah we just went to this briefing you know no matter how you feel about it it's it's happening it's going to happen and no one gives a fuck how you feel. Keep doing your job and treat everyone with dignity, dignity and respect, regardless of who or exactly. how they That's identify. The fucking point to though, you tell people to run for twenty miles, and if you throw up, fuck off. <laughs> and yet they can't deal with a penis or vagina turning up while they're showering. Exactly. <clears throat> Yeah, you push it to the limits. I think for most people in the military, that is the attitude. It does not fucking matter. Like, I think people have these weird military sexual 
fetishes and ideas. But guess what? They don't come up when you are tired as fuck. When you are so ready to throw up and your body is collapsing, they don't come up. No, not at all. Especially when you brings them closer, doesn't it? I know with sports, I mean, yeah, being able to be pushed to a limit around other people to see you go to that limit. God, I never felt more close to people. And they could be gay, they can be trans, they can be whatever the fuck. I fucking love them because they saw me at my weakness and they picked me up and they and and we understood each other. And it's always people that have nothing to do with that situation that has a problem with it that never fucking served. When you were throwing up or something, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, it just doesn't matter. It's not an issue. Um, At all, not even remotely. It's only an issue, and again, I'm just going to say it's only an issue that comes up with people who have never been under this sort of pressure. Yeah. And I think athletes, um, I think soldiers, I think everyone else gets it, except for people who, we know they're always going to be people who are obsessed with, oh, what do gay people do? Mm Mm-hmm. How do gay people have sex? People obsessed with everyone else but their fucking selves. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. There's always going to be people obsessed with policing everyone else without even looking in the mirror, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's, it's crazy. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. Everybody wants to police everyone else and not taking care of home. Mm-hmm. America being a prime example but I'm not going to go uh, there. Yeah. Jesus. We could <laughs> yeah. talk about you know, America all day. Policy, yeah. <laughs> I won't even go there today, but it's <laughs> a perfect example. Want to yeah. police the world, but still have racist cops fearing for their lives because a 12-year-old is being a kid. You can't po- comment on public policy, so I'll say something. Um, we have a government that will make children have to make decisions that should be made by um, policing officials with a complex understanding of the law overseas. Complex life-or-death decisions. And they're put in that position. And a lot of them are people who are poor, people who are untrained, people who are uneducated and who need better opportunities. And they're put into this position instead of being put into a better training position and it results in really bad outcomes. Really? In terms of foreign policy. Yeah. Especially when we are in countries that we can't fix. Yeah. We can't fix all of these countries. Um, we know that. We know we can't fix these countries. We Agree. Agree. Have to try. Unless we're willing to go into like eight of them and we certainly don't have the military power to do that. So, you know, why are we into two of them? Three of them now. We're in all of them. 
Syria, Syria, Iraq, Afghanistan, in terms of Australia, and we shouldn't be in any of them. Yeah. Um, except for uh, Afghanistan, which is a war that I did support from the beginning. But um, the wars in Iraq and Syria are not winnable in the strategy that we're fighting at all. But the Syria one, I feel, with Russia being involved, we got to keep tabs on them. Which is sad because Trump isn't keeping tabs oh, on God, yeah, shit when it comes to Russia. A, like, we've entered back into a Cold War, yeah. but a Cold War that's even worse because yeah. there's a U.S. president who is in bed with the Russian, a yeah, point where this is disturbing. Australia, France, Germany, uh, the UK, and Australia are no longer sharing intelligence with the US. Yeah. That's a worrying situation, I, I think. Know. It's fucking terrifying, to be honest. It is. Trump and in Russia scary. is scary. It is scary. It is very scary. And yeah. Yeah. In their meeting this week, I don't even know what to make of it. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. He is his his fucking cabinet won't even say if he'll fucking address them meddling into our election. That's terrifying. So you 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 may not address that. You are going to give Putin the fucking upper hand. And he's going to say, "Oh, I met with this motherfucker face to face and he wouldn't even bring up my obvious fucking meddling into their election that every 17 fucking um we can just put aside the fact that we know that russia has interfered in the u.s election yeah but what is the most alarming is that allies the u.s can no longer trust sharing intelligence with the u.s and that's a problem for people on the ground because people on the ground, U.S. soldiers who are putting their lives out there, need to be able to trust that, you know, if there is a Russian bomb raid coming in or whatever, that they can know that that's coming in and that they can uh, yeah. make appropriate yeah. responses. But they can't do that anymore because no. it can't be trusted to pass intelligence on the highest level of the U.S. government. Yeah. And that's a really big problem. Trump straight up told Russia, like, oh, I I have this uh, Israeli fucking thing with ISIS, this uh, uh, collude, not even colluding, but like this uh, spy thing with um, Israel. And And he just gave it up to them. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, that's basic yeah. fucking... Ugh. He's... Yeah, when he tweeted about... Um, oh, uh, Hamid? Hamid? Oh, Hamid? No, not even when he yeah, tweeted. Um, he spoke yeah. directly to them. He he sent yeah. all the American media out of his office and everyone else and kept the Russian media in. And then he bragged yeah. about, like, this Israeli undercover ISIS shit. And it's like, yo, Russia is not on your side. They're At pro. All. The, like this is, it's scary. This is shit that you would expect that if you said, as as a service person, you would quite rightly expect to end up in some shithole somewhere. 
forever. Yeah. And yet the President of the United States is saying this every day at 3 a.m. in the morning. It's it's, It's it's like this motherfucker just gets drunk and gives away (laughs) national secrets. And the fact that he doesn't drink is scary. Because then you're like, yeah. then it must be his brain connections. It must be his brain. Because at least if he was a drunk, at least if he was a drunk, I'd be like, yeah, someone needs to take the booze from him. But it's not even that. This is him sober. That he doesn't drink shit. I don't believe that. I, I think he's a... I think you don't want to believe that. But <laughs> yeah, I don't want to believe that he, either. But I yeah, think he's a senile, disconnected idiot who's food. like brain... Like, if, if you gave him an IQ test, even though he went to all these wealthy schools, it would be, like, close to 70. I think he's just a dummy. Money he didn't, you into any This is school. the thing about wealthy schools. Yeah, he didn't exactly. Know. Yeah. I know a bunch of idiots that, that, that were great at taking tests. And I don't even think he was great at taking tests. Just like Jared Kushner. He couldn't get into Harvard, and then his parents were like, okay, well, they ain't all this money. Now he's a Harvard grad. Yeah, but what's the like, schools that he actually yeah. went to? Just to like um, bring them up because I don't think they were Who, in any way reputable. Oh no, it, it, it was uh, Penn Penn State or U Penn, right? Wasn't it one of those? It wasn't even like an impressive. It wasn't even like an impressive school, as far as I remember. Like it was yeah. U Penn or Penn State. I, I I think it was in Pennsylvania. But, um, yeah, and even Jared Kushner, he couldn't get into Harvard. They were like, nah, you're not even close to getting in. Then his parents donated a building or some shit. And then it's like, uh, hey, right, welcome right, to the right, party. Right, his right, mom was right. rich as fuck, yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, man, it's, it's... It's scary. It's scary. It's scary how Trump's president... It's scary. Trump Especially is president. Being a service member, it's scary. Yeah, yeah, you being a service member, it must be such a different uh, view from. Yeah, how do you me. feel serving under that? He's the yeah. commander in chief. And I'm not going to actually do, ask you. Do you want to go off the record with this conversation? Nah, <laughs> we can um, do that. We, yeah, we, we can do John, that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Not let's let, let's not record that bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. I will tell you, but it's scary. God. I will tell you. What he said on the record was, I am pleased to serve my <laughs> commander in chief yeah. um, as my own. Trump is so petty. I, I, I can see him listening to podcasts like, who's talking about me? Who's talking about me? <laughs> right. <laughs> Find that soldier. Find that soldier. <laughs> Oh my god! If he tweeted about me, I'd be famous, and I wouldn't even give a fuck. I He's said terrifying. what I said. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Trump tweeted some poor a some poor ASIO agent is out there having to look for <laughs> me. Yo, the, the fact that uh, and, and, and and let's not get too into this because I know you're a member of the military. The fact that Trump admitted to blackmailing Mika and Joe Brzezinski, saying, yeah, they asked me not to have the National Enquirer put out the story, and I said no. And it's like, wait, are you saying Mm. 
that you actually did do that? Like, he's so he's so petty. Like, it's embarrassing having a president like this, man. You know what? I I wonder though. I wonder. I want to know what his day to day is like. Not more so here. <laughs> I want to know what his life is like. Watch, no, no. Watching the news. I want to know. I think he's I watching the news. What Melania Trump's life is like. Oh, That's what I really want to know. I don't oh, think they talk. I, I think got, he I just watches the news, that. and I think he sees, and, and he just, like, tweets. I don't think her and him talk. I don't think they probably talk for years. Like, she's a trophy wife, and he's this weird, disconnected weirdo. <laughs> And Melania he's obsessed Trump with the just media. Cries. She cries all day long, <laughs> regretting her life decision. <laughs> I bet. You want to know what's funny? I think because he's president, she cries. Before she was good. And the worst thing but, is, but now that like, he's he... president, she's like, "Fuck! I'm out in the limelight. I just wanted to be like a rich chick and, and like." Then... You know, he told me I was a model. Really, yeah, I never thought it would get this far. She didn't want to be a first be a lady. He probably begged her. He probably had his whole cabinet like you have to move in the White House because she wanted no part of it. She was like, right, I'm, I'm going to stay in New York. to lose against Hillary. I'm going to stay. Yeah, he did. Of course he did. She probably <laughs> voted for Hillary. Like, I'm looking at I'm I'm looking at every one of you in the U.S. because I think like not only how did she not win? I mean, she got the popular vote, but Hillary. I also just yeah, think. Go ahead. Sorry. In Australia, I don't see how Hillary wouldn't win even if she didn't. Win. I did. She was hated. Um, she she was probably the worst. I'm sort of hinting at a second point here. She, How did she not win, even if she wasn't going to win? And, 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 and I can't front. You can go back to my old podcast. I said I want Trump to win. He's the best. I didn't think she could beat anyone. I didn't think she could beat Ted Cruz. I didn't think she could beat Kasich. I didn't think she could beat um uh, the other Cuban guy. I forget his name. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I know you. And I'm yeah. like, Trump's Rubio? the best Rubio? guy. Yeah, Rubio. I'm like, Marco Trump's Rubio. the best guy yeah. for her to beat. God, I was wrong. <laughs> I I thought the same thing, though. Oh I was like, God. oh, yes, she'll beat Trump. No right? I'm like, that's the only guy she could beat. And she was that bad. Well, the whole Comey, really the whole Comey were investigating her. Didn't help. And I whole trusted the Dixiecrats to deliver an election regardless of what the vote was. And so it turned out somehow she got the vote but didn't win the election. So, yeah. well, fuck democracy. She is just, well, she's just a shit candidate. I can't lie. Hillary well, had a large problem. And then the emails did not help because it gave... People who who voted for Bernie, including yeah. myself, an excuse not to vote for her, vote even for though her. Yep. I still was like, I yeah. said, look, I'm in California. I don't need to vote. If I was in Pennsylvania or in some other state that I needed Jeez. to vote, I would vote. But I'm like, I'm in California and as a black man and as like did what you, Clinton has Did you done. ever watch that show Parks and Recs? No, nah, I never seen it. Parks and Recreation? 
Because she's like the Leslie Knope of candidates. Like, you don't want to vote for her, but she is better than the shit pile. Yeah, totally. That's <laughs> the other in front of you. Right. Totally. Yeah, and, and, and I actually told wanna... my listeners, I said, look, yeah. vote for her. I get it. The lesser two evils bullshit. I'm like, I am lucky enough, and maybe I shouldn't have said this, I don't need to vote for her because California is <laughs> going to be won by her. But if I was in a battleground state, I would have voted for her. And probably my listeners like, fuck you. You don't get the luxury to not vote for that bitch. And so uh, maybe I heard it more than anyone. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she still took California anyway, so you're good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that was That was a really, really, really like solemn time that day oh god how long have we, we've been on for like two hours now oh shit we have stop bringing up happened? the time motherfucker we're almost done <laughs> <laughs> scarlet's ready to get out of here i've she been watching that time no, the no, whole no, time i've just, been like yo yo i've been watching cutting down all the bullshit i've said yo i've been watching it the whole time we were like 29 minutes in I was like, fuck, only 29 minutes? I gotta at least get an hour. And then I look up. I'm like, damn, we got two hours? What the fuck? <laughs> nah, nah, we don't good. gotta go That's longer. Good. We don't gotta go longer, but um, but yeah. Um... Hey, Del, I actually would really love to do another chat with you. I would love that. Whenever hey, what do you, you think? want to get it rocking, let, let me know. You want to record yeah. sometime this weekend or on Friday or something? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I'm well, really enjoying hey. this. Like I've been so excited to do this. Hey, between us, and that it's been so natural. Scarlet, between what do you reckon? Us. Scarlet, what do we reckon? Scarlet. What do we reckon? Group chat, group chat, group chat. Between us, um, don't tell Ryan though. I don't want him to come back up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, you gonna come back? You gonna come back, Ryan? Nope, I'm not coming back. You ain't coming back, Ryan. Come Fuck on, you, my dude. I'm just kidding, man. I'm just okay, kidding. I'm going to come okay. on the motherfucking show. <laughs> no, we can definitely, definitely do this again. This is going to be the Ishmael and Ryan <laughs> show. How'd you That's say what my the name? Ishmael? 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 It's Ishmael. Ishmael. No, Ishmael. 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 Okay. Ishmael. Or, or like, like how you are uh, Hispanic say it. Ishmael. Ishmael. That's what I'm going to say. It's going to be the Ismael and Ryan show. My mother's from Costa Rica. I grew up with Ismael. And then Ismael. a lot of black people was like, Ishmael, fuck you. <laughs> no, let's Why definitely do this like, again. Um, we got a two-hour show out this motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. I, I always thought it was like... And you guys um, didn't even have motherfuckers. I'm what looking happened? for the whale, you know? Ishmael. Huh? I just thought it was like, I'm looking for the whale, Ishmael. Oh, yeah. Call, call me Ishmael. Call me Ishmael, of course. First words of Moby yeah. Dick. And, and, and then yeah. the uh, Arabs say, Ismael. I think it's the Arabs I'm not or going the Jews. That far. Ismael. I forget. Whoever it is. Look, whatever. You just ish. Yeah. But anyway, fuck my name. But um, you guys okay, are talking so all that gonna, shit about let's swearing. Do another, let's do another one of those. I don't think you guys swore, swore at all. So you all talk, huh? You motherfuckers don't oh, swear like me. Fuck yeah. Oh, okay. oh you, you throwing no fucking in idea how much I fucking swear. shit now. 
No, nah, but I mean, no, let, let's definitely do it again. Um, and uh, so let so let's just end it here. Tell people if if you want, because not every guest wants people to contact them or friend them on Facebook. But if there's any way you want anyone to connect with you or um, follow, I already you, promoted this really hardcore, so this better be out today, though. Oh, Jesus. So I can't edit it, huh? You're going to be up all night. Yeah, right. You're going to be up all night editing it, motherfucker. I usually let Flo listen to it, and she could tell me what works and what the... I'm a bad critic of my I own work, sure. but but I'm going to put sure, it up sure. tonight. I, I, I think... I don't need... Is, was there anything I needed to take out? Because if there's nothing, I'm going to just put it up. I mean, Scarlett called me James, but that was cool. Yeah, what was that about? That's cool. We got we got past that. that. We got past that. <laughs> we got past that. <laughs> um, I mean, we both revealed national secrets at points, but that's okay. Should I okay, should, should cool. I edit anything out, Ryan or Scarlett, or no? I don't care. Nah. No. no. All right, I cool, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just put it up. So, if you want anyone to hit you up or friend you or whatever it may be, we're just gonna like. Worst case scenario, we just get free twenty surgery and U.S. military <laughs> prison. I understand it Anybody correctly. Anybody out yeah? there that uh, wants to donate any money? Talking I'm about down. talking about the we're military. gonna be Chelsea's. We're gonna <laughs> be yeah, Chelsea's. Talking about the military <laughs> and trends, like we didn't even talk about Chelsea and what she's been. Yeah, we'll through. do that next time, though. Okay, you want to do it again? I'll I'll let Flo know. Yeah, yeah. We we all need to record again. I would love to record with you guys again. Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay, cool. So you don't want anyone to hit you up. I, I'm getting a feeling that you don't want to tell anyone your Facebook name or your Twitter All right. Um, you don't have to. That's um, cool. No, 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 can, no. I've already promoted the shit out of the link to your page, so. Yeah, and you did it wrong because you told them that it was coming out tonight and as if I record live Sorry. or some weird shit, and I'm like, no, I gotta edit it. But I'm actually gonna put it out tonight. I'm gonna put it out tonight. It's only eight my time, so I'll have it up in a couple hours. I'll have it up. Well, oh, it's only eight. Yay! Yay! Yeah, it's only Los eight Angeles, my time, I just and I got the day off tomorrow. So I'm Yo, about to it's... start drinking. We gonna fight. And Red Bull, huh? We gonna Ooh, fight. We gonna fight. Why we gonna yeah, fight? Yeah, I was just in L.A. And I posted it in the group. I was like, anybody in L.A., let me know. Did hit you me tag up. me? I didn't see your post. I would have know. You should have hit me up. I didn't know you was in L.A. We up at everything. I don't see every post, <laughs> my dude. Like, if you would have hit me up, I'd have, we would have been chilling. I'll be back, though. My brother lives in L.A., so oh, I'm okay, there. Okay, that's Christmas. what's up. Yeah, nah, let, let, let me know. I'll definitely, we'll definitely get it rocking and make Flo all jealous. <laughs> Cause I ain't see Flo yet, and she be mad that I'm chilling with you. Look, I'm gonna bring Flo with me. That's what you. Oh, know. that's what's up. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't want anybody trying to find me and hunt me down. Cause you know Flo is a wanted woman. Yeah, Flo, Flo, Flo don't take shit. <laughs> but um, but so you guys still didn't you post up tonight looking to forward to you, you don't want people to hit you up all right um you can hit me up on what's that thing instagram, instagram. trey boyd t-r-e-y-b-o-y-d i don't accept people on facebook so it'll be a waste of time Damn, you'll sit in the queue like the other 300 people so don't do it 
Don't do it to yourself. Uppity motherfuckers. No, I no, friend no, everybody. That's... I friend everybody. No, I accept. Yeah, people... I, I, I just have Facebook and whatever. So whatever. <laughs> I don't accept random people, man. It, it just be crazy. I have something. to because I'm a podcaster and it hasn't yeah, scared me wrong yet. Everyone that's seems true. cool that's... people. All right, next time. Next time, I'll promote my Facebook. Okay. Yeah, except when you went cray cray that one night and I had to stop you from being deleted. Who, me? <laughs> yeah, you. You had to stop when me had, from being deleted. One night an LBA. What happened? What did what, what I do? You always doing uh, yeah. something. What you do that time? Yeah, I'm 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 the drama queen up in BA, man. I got yeah. girls <laughs> posting audios of me drunk calling them, talking wild <laughs> shit like posting yeah, uh, receipts. You're fine because posting um, receipts of what I said to every girl that I've recently like talked to, just post receipts about. I've never posted any receipt, and I got receipts for days. <laughs> But I just don't have it in me. I'm like, even though you try to blow me up, I'm like, I, I can't share personal shit, even though you shared it. Like, the fact that some girl secretly recorded me and then posted it, I was like, oh, my God. Why would she do that? Why would she do that? Well, she, she's kind of not all there mentally, but we could talk about that some other time. Yeah, we'll talk about that offline. <laughs> <laughs> I part. What, 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 what are you talking about, uh, Scarlet? What what happened? What what did I do? Oh, you got into some argument with some bitch in the group. <laughs> oh, okay. That's nothing. <laughs> no, 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 no. You you were right. Um, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I got right a pettiness in me that. Yeah, I got a petty. But you, yeah, you were petty as fuck. Makes me go too far. Petty as a motherfucker. And um, I just <laughs> I called in my Scarlet you. card. That's a good thing about petty, being an admin baby. in BA. <laughs> Is I can just go, oh, I'm just calling in my admin card on this one. <laughs> this is Ishmael. It's fine. It's fine. But, but I've been good lately. But I've been good lately, right? I've been chilling. You have been, yeah. Not, You've been fine for the last three up. months. Yeah. Because yeah. I've been losing. I've been taking L's. And I'm like, fuck. Can't I don't take, take no L's word, in man. real life. I'm taking L's online every day now. So it, it wasn't a good young, feeling. You need to stay away from the young bitches. Yeah, yeah, and I don't even like young girl. Oh, I think I know who you're talking about. Girl started yep. posting me trying to get with her, and, and that was a henny night. I think night. I know who she's talking about. That was a henny night. That uh, had nothing to do uh, with me. Anything is possible. I, don't, I do not like women younger than me. I like women older than me, but but but, but when you get the henny in me. He that, was thinking anything is possible. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, yo, what's up, shorty? Oh, you're Don't so smart. Young. You're so intelligent. Dumb as fuck, usually. <laughs> well, that's why I use those. Your dick was a compass and it did not point north. Uh, anyway, see, listen, we're still recording. Stop this. Oh, man. Oh, Who's in listeners? They're like, oh, wait, he said that to me, too. Fuck that motherfucker. <laughs> uh, you can't give away the secrets. Yeah, you can't give away. Uh, no, well, that's a henny night. I call it, it's funny because Flo and I joke, I call it uh, Whiskey Dick. I'm like, Whiskey Dick got me in trouble last night, didn't he? And she's like, yeah, <laughs> he got you in dick, trouble. Though. You're fine if you've just got crazy dick. <laughs> I want you to know that I love Flo. I love Flo. Flo is one of the greatest fucking people. She's amazing. In the world. I love her. Oh, God, yeah. I love her. Flo is oh, dude, I was actually really nervous before jumping onto this chat, and really? Flo calmed me the hell down. 
That's great, man. She was excited for I and, and, and I don't know if I told you. I think I told you before we started. I get nervous every yeah. show. In flow, I call her ten minutes before and she gives me a pep talk and she tells me like, nah, you're good. Your last show was great. You can get it rocking. Just be natural. Just have fun. And I don't know. I'm I'm bad at like believe it or not, I'm bad at public speaking. So sometimes it's I, I just get these nerves that I can't control, and I'm like, fuck, I don't, what am I going to talk about? What are we going to, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's so weird. Right. I think so, I like it, because I'm, I'm good at public speaking, but I get nervous too. Oh, okay. Um, but, you know, like, you know, I'm good at it once I'm there. Yeah. You know, I'm in the midst of it. Yeah, once I'm, I'm there. I'm terrible in the lead up. Yeah, exactly. The I'm lead up, good. like, I, I was getting butterflies the whole day. I It, it just... You know, like yeah. we were gonna record the other day, and then Ryan shit the bed. But let's not bring that. Nah, up. nah, nah, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck, motherfucker? I realize what happened. Camping off in right? motherfucking camping. nowhere and camping and, and shit. Yeah, right. What the fuck? I was camping, and the new fucking what is it called? Skype update. Fucking oh, sucks. Oh, the update. Because, I had an update yeah. too. Oh, yeah, yeah, the update. <laughs> Scarlet ain't buying it. Yeah. Listen, mm-hmm. listen, I'm on my PC, right? I'm on my Mac. And when I signed into my Mac and I, you know, downloaded Skype, it was still the old version, thank fucking God. And I was able to find you real quick on there. And then on my other computer, I was like, nah, I'm not going to use my Mac. I'm going to use the search. Maybe this is a two-minute uh, story. And yeah, okay, we, we got to go, Ryan. Who cares about you? Trials and tribulations. Just like the one on my phone. Oh, so, shit. You know what I just realized? What the fuck you do? I forgot to hit record when we no started. Fucking, no fucking. I'm joking. I'm joking. No I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I recorded the whole shit. I recorded it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, look. Look. Fuck podcast. Right? We just go get fuck you. Fuck you, Scarlet. <laughs> fuck everybody. Don't call me again. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. We're we're good, and and I'm gonna, um, yeah, get I, it up because I referred a whole bunch of people to it. I'll ask them to also do the donate thing to you for oh, no hosting costs, a shit ton of money. Uh, give me that money. So get Ryan, you better you better get me paid too, motherfucker. You don't come on my show you. without bringing them ducats. Now nah, I'm joking. Um, and, and anyway, fact, hey, let you, me go log in the Facebook right now. <laughs> no, don't, 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 don't worry. Those when, the advantages when, when, of when, being. When I post it online, I'm, I'm gonna tag black, you too. Tranny, okay? Jew, cancer. I've got it all. What? <laughs> black, tranny, Jew, cancer. I've got it all. Oh, okay. Cool. It comes cool. promoting shit. I thought you meant cancer. People love as, it when I promote shit. I thought you meant cancer Sorry. as a sign, but you meant cancer as the the sign. No, no. Totally, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm both. No, so people I'm love both. my, my, my shit. birthday's I've got actually all the, uh, oppression Olympics. My, what they call my, it? My birthday's Thursday, so I'm actually a cancer as well as I have cancer. So nice. anyway, yes, no. cancer buddies. <laughs> anyway, yo, thank you guys so much for coming on. Let's do it again. Hit up flow. And let's set a date for us to do it again. I think this could be a recurrent thing. If there's anything you guys want to talk about. And, like, it doesn't have to be. Because this was Pride Month is why, like, we focus yeah. on trans issues. But we don't got to. You got. 
I mean, you guys are so like eclectic that it doesn't have to be anything I mean, other than I'd interesting really things like in the news. Separate ones on um, uh, health access and um, women at some point. Okay. You pray. I, I I would love to do that. And and whatever you want to talk about too, Ryan, we can do that too. We can do it one on one. We can do it together. Um, whatever you guys want to do, I love having you guys on and let's definitely do it again. And I'm going to hang up with you too. Ryan, you do a one-on-one, do you hear me? Yeah, we are. I'm about to add you on Facebook right now. Uh, at sent. Yeah. <laughs> really? You lying motherfucker. <laughs> no, check it. I just sent it. Check it. You lying motherfucker. You owe me five bucks. Five fucking bucks. <laughs> five bucks. Because I sent it when I said I'm going to fucking Five kangaroo it. dollars. Oh my God, you did too. You did Ryan, too. Okay. Just send me a fucking kangaroo and call it even. Ryan. <laughs> you get five let's, kangaroo dollars. Let, let's be honest. There it is, Ryan Boyd. I got it. Does it doesn't Scarlett have the greatest accent, though? On the so, low? I love it. Love, love it. it. <laughs> love it. I didn't want to say it like how Americans say, oh, you sound so nice. Like, just, ugh. So anyway, I, I waited till after. Anyway, I am still recording. It's gonna make me like have to edit more. Bag, but whatever. What? I just think I sound like a bourgeois bag, but whatever. Uh, no. no, I love the Australian accent. You kidding me? Like I fell it. in love with this girl because she sound Australian. Then I realized she was a bit <laughs> of an asshole. She just had a sexy accent, and I was like, okay, I don't want to talk to you anymore. I won't. Talk. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> oh my anyway, okay, let me get off this so I can send oh, yeah, it to sorry. Flo and so I can record it and get it out there tonight, okay? Yeah, I'm supposed to take my wife on a date, but Ooh, y'all came first. That. So oh, that's remember that. Tell her she's call a second fiddle for the rest of the night. <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta go make it up to her, so I'm out of here. All right, later, Ryan. Later, Scarlett. Scarlett, I love you. Love you all. I love Thank you, you, Ryan. Thank you for Love coming you on. I really appreciate it. It's so We'll do it again soon. Okay, cool. Ha- have, have a great night and happy Bastille Day and 4th of July. Happy Bastille Day and 4th of July. <laughs> All right. I'm out. Peace. Peace. <laughs> Light nigga, dog nigga, faux nigga, real nigga. Rich nigga, faux nigga, house nigga, feel nigga. Still nigga. Still nigga. Yo, well, I want to give a shout out to Gus Chavez. And I think I said that right. Um, I was on serious inquiry, inquiries only. Um, check me out on that um, last week. And we talked about um, uh, appropriation. Sorry, I had a brain fart. Oh, we talked about appropriation and thank you, Gus Chavez, for hitting me up and acknowledging that. And I appreciate it. And I want to give a shout out to my Patreones, Sarah B, Gennaro, the Golden Cod. Jesus, the Golden Cod. Does that mean he has a big penis? I don't know. But the Golden Cod sounds like it means something, right? He probably has a small penis, but he wants to overcompensate. Sorry, but uh, yeah, I'm calling you out. 
Mr. Small Penis Man. Um, another Patreon, Gus Chavez. Uh, thank you. And Dang, Dang, not Dan, Dang Griffith. I think last week I said Dan Griffith because I know someone named Dan Griffith. So I apologize if I said Dan instead of Dang. Um, Grand Priya Prism. God, stop with this stuff. I can't keep up. Bridget Flynn. Brian Lipscomb. Christopher Johnson. And my dog, Bruce Chapman. And Mark Daniels. You're always my number one favorite person. Fuck everybody else. Now I'm joking. Um... But, um, so, okay, I need to tell you about the cricket. I went to the bathroom in the middle of the night, and I saw it. I finally saw it again. And I grabbed, like, you know, how you have the decorative towels that you don't actually use for anything other than to decorate the bathroom. That's why they're called decorative and I whipped at it. Uh, but it hit the bar on the shower. And I'm like, fuck. Okay, whip at it again. And I whipped at it. And it looked dazed. And then I grabbed tissue. And I just went and tried to stomp it. Because I got to tell you, when I go out, I wake up in the middle of the night. And I hear, like the whole fucking night. I'm sorry. I had to put you through that. And it's this fucking cricket. And a minute before, it would stop when I turn on the light. Now it stops when I just open my bedroom door. And it's like, oh shit. There's that black motherfucker. So anyway. So I turn on the light. And I see it. And I'm like, yes, I get to murder this. I can't wait to tell the listeners how I murdered it. And then I try to swat it, and maybe because I'm dizzy from I just woke up, so I hit the towel rack, and I don't kill it. And then I grab, but I'm like, oh, okay, it still seems dazed. So I grab, like, the tissue, and I try to squish it, and it dodges me and goes under the sink. And in in under the sink, there's like a cabinet, basically. And it goes under that. And I'm like, just so disappointed. So it's still winning. So if you hear the cricket, actually, I'm doing this in the morning. And I know it knows its motherfucking place in the morning. If I was recording this at night, it would be screeching. <laughs> sorry, sorry for making that annoying noise. Um... So, it's 4th of July, so it probably knows its place. It's like, look, it's 4th of July. It's Bastille Day. It's the day that I should uh, show my um, patriotism and not screech loudly. But, God, I can't kill this shit. It's still alive. It's still going. I don't even know what it's eating. What the fuck is it eating? God, anyway... So, I'm going to kill it soon. And when I kill it, I swear I'm going to take a picture. And that's going to be the image for the episode. 
It's going to be a picture of a squash body of a cricket. Do you know what a cricket looks like? It doesn't look like what you think it looks like. It's not the green, like, cricket from the cartoons. It's brown. It just looks like a... Like, if it was ten times bigger, it's a monster. It's not cute. It's not this cute green cricket. And it's haunting me. I think it's going to lay eggs in my ear or my nose and slowly kill me. I'm at war, people. I mean it. I had it in my sights and somehow it dodged me and then went under the sink and I just was like, Fuck, I closed the bathroom door. I went back in my room. I went in my room. I locked the door and I'm like, fuck, I hope it's not vindictive. I hope it's not going to fuck with me. Luckily, it didn't. Or I don't know. Maybe my brain will bust with baby crickets in a week or two. Anyway, so that's the deal with the crickets. And I need help. Maybe I just need to spray bug spray, but that seems so, uh, that seems like I'm cheating. Like, I feel like I need to physically kill it, right? Like, I can't just spray bug spray on it. God, you people are probably like, look, we just had this great episode about the trans community and the LGBT community, and you're talking about fucking crickets. I'm sorry. I don't mean to do that. So I will let you party people go. I'm sorry, but God, it's it's haunting me. It's haunting me. Uh, anyway. <laughs> All right. Thank you, party people. Thank you for everyone who supports the show. And thank you for everyone who listened. And I didn't edit this at all. So I talked to Flo. I wanted to edit out a few things. I got a little too emotional at one point and she said, you better not fucking edit that out. So I didn't, but I apologize if it was a little too emotional for you guys. I'm an emotional guy. I apologize. I'm talking about crickets. Obviously I'm emotional, but anyway, have a great 4th of July and I love you guys and I will talk to you soon. Pay, pay, pace. No, wait, wait, wait. I'm supposed to say my line. Stay angry. Now it sounds disingenuous. Stay angry. Stay black. And I'm going to keep motherfucking ranting and killing crickets. Pay, pay, pace. Well, an atheist is someone who doesn't quite believe that there is somebody out there, some God out there. Well, then to me, you're an idiot.